So, I have a quick question here for everybody. What are your thoughts on rain? Love it. Love everything about it. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't ask for more. Yesterday, I have more of a hate relationship with rain <laughs> than a My... love relationship wife sent me a meme on that today and it actually made me laugh it said i'm glad it only rained twice this summer once for 47 days straight and then again for 32 days <laughs> so <laughs> true though yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of what i was getting at is because yesterday we had like a massive downpour and the front and back of the house were like flooded up all the water everywhere and there's a, the cat that comes by on the porch and it was like practically just stranded there on the porch couldn't really yeah. go anywhere well i have to share an embarrassing but funny story is i went out on the deck in front of the house and it's it faces a main road and a little ways up the road there was flooding across the road so they closed it so i was being nosy and watching like the police and them putting up the barriers and the flares and things and i was wearing socks with sandals like those adidas slides and I go to walk down the stairs. Mind you, there's only three stairs. Very short, very close to the ground. I step on the first step and I slip. And my shoe goes flying like 20 feet. And then I land right on my butt. And I look and there's like all these cars that are turning around at this place where the road's flooded. I've got neighbors <laughs> across the street that are out washing stuff. And I'm like, I think 50 people just saw me like wipe out. And then now I have a huge bruise somewhere on my body. Well, you, you had think with how hilly it is that we wouldn't have gotten as much flooding, but I was driving out to visit a friend. And when I got to the one intersection of the road, I'll tell you, this whole intersection was like washed out. There were trees and branches and everything. And there's this, this lady in an orange vest stopping cars and stuff. And I, I pull up and I go, hey, how are you? She goes, listen, I've got no power to actually stop you. But it's my job to inform you that for the next couple of miles, this road is flooded and you shouldn't drive on it. However, the decision is yours. And I go, the decision is mine, man? She goes, yes. Have a nice day. She says, what I say? <laughs> Josh uh, rolled a or, uh, yeah, wisdom or check. Yeah. Thankfully, there was an SUV in front of me, so I was able to just go where they went, and uh, they hit one tree. I avoided it because they hit it. <laughs> it was great. Branch. Big yeah, branch. You, you always want to be behind somebody else in moments like that, or like when it's <laughs> snowy or whatnot, have somebody in front of you, so if they hit something that's a little bit too slippery, you know where not to go. But here's yeah. the thing, though. Here's the key thing. <laughs> Rain is not snow. So following someone in the rain isn't necessarily going to benefit you yeah. like isn't snow. An SUV, Depends on how an fast SUV you set up higher than a car? Your regular car? So I mean wouldn't Yeah. It's just gonna the more. water's just gonna come back into the it's not gonna leave you tracks. Well, yeah, if you're going slow it will. But if you're going no, real but fast, if they make a mistake, you'll know not to go there. Like if their tire hits a pothole that you didn't realize was there. <laughs> there's, sort of there's a high school math problem for you. How fast do you have to drive your car so that the next car behind you doesn't have to go through the water? Like how fast do you have to go so that the water doesn't 
come back up before the next one shows up. Well, here's it's an like a physics problem. Well, here's a la- layer of complexity though, is typically when roads are flooded, they're flooding like sideways across the road. Yeah. So you're going this way while it's rushing this way, so it's rushing faster as you're you're driving through. It's gonna your tracks yeah, are gonna be like, gone even it's faster. Not like, yeah, it's not like still water. I was just picturing still water. I wasn't picturing like driving through a river. Or something like well, that. Well, that's yeah. basically that's, that's, what these that's, roads that's, were. That sounds like a terrible, what, terrible idea. Yeah, that was... Yeah, <laughs> that sounds was, like but, something you shouldn't do. Yeah, Josh yeah. rolled an intelligence check, and it wasn't good. Josh has hey, pool I, noodles in the back of his... In his trunk, just in case something happens. I'm here <laughs> alive. The car is fine. Um, I had a good time. Regret nothing. Raps around himself, floats away. I did lose $10 at poker the that night. Swimmies still... on. <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, do you know where it's not raining right now? Yeah, inside this vault. That's one thing that I was actually thinking about when I when I asked that first question. Is like you don't see a lot of weather effects in Pathfinder. Like there are rules for it, but like very rarely does it come up because it's like roll a d hundred like three times to determine what the weather is. But you have to know like what type of if you're temperate or what the climate is and what stuff it's it's very involved and it's like it's neat but like most uh most of the gms that i've seen don't really bother with it too much i can't imagine except for there are some campaigns where i imagine it would make a significant difference like rain of winter i'm sure as you're as you're going through snowed lands that is kind of important if it's blizzarding or not blizzarding 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 Blizzarding? That's what you landed on? Blizzarding. <laughs> I don't know what word you're trying to say. Yeah. Snowing really fast? I don't Ooh, think spoilers. there's a... What is it? I don't Squall? think there's a gerund for blizzard, is it? I don't think so. I, don't I think, think it's just blizzard. I, <laughs> I think blizzard's yeah. blizzard. Yeah, blizzard. Blizzard, blizzard. But, <laughs> blizzarding. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. For for the time being, it is neither raining nor blizzarding here in Nirmathas. Well, that's good. It is, however, uh, being... But if you did ever have any of these weather um, effects in your game, you could pull up sound effects of those in Sirenscape. That's correct. Which our current ambient noise and music is provided by... Thank you, Sirenscape. Oh, that's positive. So, last session... Uh, I believe we began with you guys in the middle of the courtyard having defeated the trolls there, which, after exploring some of the area, you found and eventually decided to uh, encounter the final troll in the area that you could see. Uh, This one, a little different than the others, had some wands, seemed to be casting some spells there, Um, but ultimately was I, I want to say less dangerous than the other three but there was a moment where a very lucky natural one spared a PC death so I guess it was still pretty dangerous um, luckily Jason, Jason tried to rebalance the counters you know yeah so they almost had a PC death or maybe a TBK so like that was probably that was like normal right or was that a little different Give that a 5 out of 10 on the difficulty scale. Um, 
yeah, you were able to defeat her and took all of her wands. I think she had like four or five of those. And uh, a very brief moment of looking around the room gave you a key, which you pretty accurately deduced went to the only door in the fort, the door to the vault, which you entered. And having some information about the engineers who built the place, you knew that there was a high likelihood of some sort of trap situation going on. And uh, luckily, Frampton was able to disarm the first trap without any issue, moved down the corridor to the other side of the vault, and promptly came face to face with a wood golem, which proceeded to knock him right out <laughs> as the rest of the party retreated and then sent, I think it was just Aiden, back to retrieve what they thought could have been his corpse, could have just been his unconscious body, and dragged him back because for some reason the golems just don't attack Aiden. And I think we have all determined that it is because he is underage. Is yes. that what we were saying yep. before, I think? Yep. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yes. Yep. Yeah. You don't even have to think about 15. it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh ended the session with um Aiden had gone around and kind of scoped out the majority of the vault area before returning to the group you had cast keep watch on one person two people who all had two. keep watch Jessup and Aiden, and Aiden. Okay. yep so the two of you were a couple hours into the night uh, you heard a loud banging on the vault door. And that is where we ended it. And that is where we will begin. So the two of you are just kind of, I don't know, you're probably talking or maybe it's just an awkward silence for a few hours. I don't know. Given, given the two of theirs relationship, probably just an awkward silence. It's one of those where I think <laughs> Jessup wants to talk to Aiden, but knows yeah. that he more than likely would piss him <laughs> off or say something incorrectly. Not on purpose. Brandon does, yeah. but not Jessup. <laughs> um, but I guess as soon as the banging goes, Jessup would kind of just like look up at Aiden and kind of do like the sh motion, and then he will cast message. Figure gun to Aiden. Okay. And do you say anything into them to him in that moment, or are you just casting it preemptively? Yeah, well, I'll put up sh cast message, and then I would probably. Don't mean to alarm you, but I think there's somebody at that door. Um, Aiden will get up from where he was and um, pull out the bow as he'll kind of slowly draw it and wait for another knock. Okay. Um, after the first series of knocks, it goes quiet for a little bit, and then there's like one really, really loud, heavy knock, like blow against the door. And then after that, it kind of goes quiet. You're, you can roll a perception check if you'd like, but at the moment you the are hear. ten feet from the door. Yeah, so if you're trying to hear anything outside of the door, you could do it. It would just have some penalties. Yeah, um, the Jessica penalty probably, for uh, listening through a door is a minus five, and then you'd have another penalty for distance. But so probably before the big knock, Jessup would kind of say, you know, cover me, and then he'll try to move silently up to the to the door after the series of knocks. 
And okay. I didn't well, I don't know if we want to answer. And uh, he'll also try to listen. Okay. Aiden has a 17 perception. Jessup is stealthing up to the door. Uh, I'm focusing nice. so much on my stealth, I perceive nothing. Yeah, we got a natural <laughs> 19 on the stealth, so he gets up there nice and quiet, but has no clue what's going on. Uh, he So, Jessup, you get up to the door and you kind of put your head next to it a little bit to hear what's going on, and all you hear is, like, grumbling noises. You can't make out words or anything specific through this stone door. Uh, so it's it's kind of hard to hear any real commotion out there. And Aiden, same for you. Uh, you rolled a 17, but with the penalties for, like, listening through a door and whatnot, it's, it's nothing more than grumbling, mumbling noises... Can you tell if it's speech or if it's, like, animal sounds? Uh, it's definitely some sort of speech. It's just you can't make out the words. They're too muffled for you to determine what language it is, how many voices there are. Jessup will kind of look to Aiden and say, I think I'm going to try to respond. If that's, uh, that is potentially allies, but maybe, maybe some rangers, they can, they can help us. We're not too good at shaping. I don't know how long we can hold up in here. I will let you do the talking, Jessup, but I need you to know we're taking a risk. We can't afford a fight. Do you think we can afford to stay in here for days on end? He'll uh, just kind of nod, like, all right, see your point, and he'll stealth so up. So Jessup will... He'll kind of nod, like, yes, we can stay in here for days. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Jessup will kind of knock back on the door. To see if that prompts anything. Uh, you knock on the door. Uh, you don't hear anything uh, specific. Maybe some some lower mumbling noises than before. But again, you can't <laughs> hear what's going on. Just a Aiden. And uh, Aiden, I need you to open this door and let me out. And as soon as I go out, I want you to shut and lock the door. Just so, in case. Well, Aiden stepped up stealth and then the perception. Does he notice anything? Before, okay, Aiden, just... you stepped up and uh, you're, you're 11 stealth, natural 2. Uh, but they would have the same perception penalties through that door. Yeah. Uh, and then you rolled a 26 on your perception. So even right taking a minus now. 5... Uh, bringing it down to a 21, you are able to hear quite a lot more than Jessup was. And you're listening to the mumbling. It's lower than it was before. It sounds like there are two or three voices going on in this conversation. One of them, So one of them sounds to be right next to the door, and then one of them seems to be a little bit further down, maybe around the corner over here. Um it sounds a little bit more distant, but also raised at the same time. Um, and you're listening, and it sounds like these voices are very deep, uh, reminiscent to the voices of the trolls that you heard. I don't think that is a wise idea, Jessup. Uh, they sound like the trolls that we faced earlier. 
and he'll listen more intently. Can he hear anything? You can like hear words. them speaking a little bit more. Again, you don't speak their language, speak. so you don't know what they're saying. But, but it sounds like those guttural tones. Like, I don't speak German, but I know what German sounds like. For yes, it, it sounds like the voices of trolls. And after a few seconds, uh, you hear, like, you're right next to the door. They start banging on the door again really heavily. And for a moment, you're kind of worried. It's like, are they just going to break down this door? But after, like, a minute or so of that, you realize, like, this is a very sturdy stone door. Um, after maybe a minute of them kind of pounding away at it, they uh, they kind of calm down, and you hear, like, crashing noises, breaking and tearing of stuff outside before eventually it kind of goes quiet, and you hear maybe a couple of thumping noises of movement as they drift away. Sounds like they are not next to the door at this moment, but there was a bit of a commotion there. Could you imagine if Jessup had gone through with his plan? Hey. I was legit going to let him, too. I was trying to be all stoic until you told me that my death was intimate. Thank you. <laughs> well, like, like I said, if he didn't notice with that 21, then I, I would have just... My perception of a 5 thought it was some friendlies. Yeah, it's not it's not a super hard DC, but uh Yeah. You get a nat one. Yeah. I I'm not sure really what we can do here. Did you see another exit or anything when you were walking around? What spot you did? I didn't see another exit. And he gets away from the door. All I saw was another golem another trapped hallway. A door that I think we would need the keys to get through. And perhaps an inner sanctum. But I don't know if that door is an exit. Well, uh... Not sure if this is a good exit either. There are trolls out there. I mean, we're not in very good shape, really, for any type of combat here. No. Whoa, Jason, you this, delete those trolls right now. This, this is a. They're Xbox undead trolls. Yeah. Well, uh. What, what all did you see when you were going around again? Uh. He explains again the map. There's two golems, an iron door, and an inner section, as well as keys on the north and south, and one other trapped hallway, and he points right there. Yeah, so the northern the, uh... hallway he noticed was trapped. That has not been disarmed. Southern hallway was disarmed. The north and south both have little alcoves that have identical keys. Uh, and they have, like, these wires running. The like... south one had wires. The top one you did not notice have any wires. Okay. Uh, two golems, potentially some sort of inner chambers, and then a very, very large, I can't remember if it was stone or iron, probably stone door with uh, several phrases on it like warnings and cursings and such yeah so the curses those wood golems they they didn't seem to bother you at all uh, they did not attack me no oh there's something I'm... special about you I do not know if that is the case, Jessup. 
I think that perhaps with the others, we can find out why they didn't hurt me. Right. Well, I'm going to just kind of rest a little bit. You know, at least just kind of collect my thoughts. There's more banging in the door, and I suggest that I'm going to open it. Shoot me. Right in the face. No, Jace. Treat deadly wounds is an hour, right? Yes. But could he have conceivably been doing that before we settled in for the night? I remembered that I have access to some natural healing. It's not a lot. Uh, you could have, but you spent a very long time taking 20 around all those chambers. Right. I meant while uh, keep watch. Can he help Jessup and him? I can't remember uh, the limitations of the spell. Uh, effects that rely on... Um, he has it up here somewhere. Um... Vigorous activity, fighting, immediately against the effect. Yeah, I'm going to say, like, in the spirit of the spell, I think you it's kind of like complete bed rest. Like, sure. you don't do anything particularly involved. Uh, and I feel like Treat Deadly Wounds is fairly involved in terms of getting all the bandages, cutting them up, treating the wounds, mixing any sorts of medicines that you might have on hand. Um, right. It does take an hour after all. So I'm going to say right. under the effects of keep watch, no. Okay, that's fine. I think you could do it if you want. Just be fatigued tomorrow. Well, I think he'll start in the morning. Like after the duration of the spell ends, he'll try to start doing that until we decide to head out. Yeah. I mean, again, to your knowledge... Uh, you, there's no danger in here as right. long as you're careful. You don't... It doesn't look like the trolls are anywhere close to breaking down the door or anything. And you're just kind of stuck in here. Gathered. So right. you kind of have time on your hands, but also not. Depends yeah, on how many, how many provisions you have and how long you feel like staying here but uh stay here for three weeks straight and and the refugees have all been killed they are all dead the conflict is over well joseph didn't really know them so let's get off his back yeah <laughs> so fair. we can unless there's anything else the two of you want to say we can skip ahead to the next morning we'll say you guys had time to go to bed early so we'll say Probably six or seven in the morning is a good time for everybody to start waking up that didn't have keep watch cast on them. And uh, you have time to prepare spells if you do that. Uh, you can start to treat deadly wounds if you so wish. Just let me know what you're doing and I'll let you we know how much gain time it HP? takes. Yes, you gain your level plus your constitution modifier. So six plus whatever your con modifier is 30 hp and remind me again for the upteenth time the color system is red is when you're 25 percent or lower yellow is half health or lower and then green is above half 
screen is healthy. Okay. I'm throwing it out there. I'm not using the color system. You guys just have to guess. Fine. That's. I mean, that's your choice. I. I'm also yeah. not using the color system. You're also the one with the healing, so it's less important for you. <laughs> right. Right, Remains so... an element of the dramatic flare. Resting all my spells. Are so I also think, though, Jace, just for context, I also lack a healer's kit, if I'm not mistaken, for all the things I didn't have. I don't know what your inventory is. If you don't have a healer's kit... It's just a minus four penalty. Many, many weapons. That's all that's in there. Yeah, hey, so here. you'd have to roll If you uh, politely ask your Uncle Jessup, right. he may or may not have a healer's kit and... A surgeon's stool. Just saying. Oh. That's pretty cool. You're welcome. Uh, thank you, Chessup. I, I, I will do my best. I, I'm not super good at this, but I've seen Aubrin and others treat wounds. I think Jet has, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I have those uh, so I can help people when I can with my... And uh, Reyna. How did I forget rank Reyna? Heal. Yeah, Rena is a cleric. She can tend to wounds. Jet probably could do first aid at least. Um, right. But yeah, that uh, definitely is not what I would want to hear from somebody with a surgeon's kit. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. He's seen, he's seen it done once or twice. Frampton's like, sure he... of the people in this party, I do not want Aiden coming near me with those tools. <laughs> well, tools. I don't know if you Absolutely heard me. I, not. I said I have a surgeon's kit, and I only have a one rank and heal. My heal is a one. Oh, boy. So, boy. Uh, you can you can help. It's your tools, after all. And so, if you aid successfully... Oh, um, you give me permission to aid. I think <laughs> we're getting along a lot better now. Yeah. No, I, I like this scene. They The two of them work together to try to use each other's supplies and, and get people right, healed. So, let's out. see if I can heal you. Or uh, get aid you here. Uh, thank you, Jessica. I think, what was it? The rib bones connected <laughs> to the femur? I don't remember. I appreciate the tools. Uh, the surgeon's tools, is that the one that lets you use one healer's kit use, or is that the one that gives you a plus two circumstance bonus? Let me look those up real quick here. So, surgeon's tools, when used in conjunction with a healer's kit, surgeon's tools raise the kit's bonus to plus three on heal checks to treat wounds or deadly wounds. So, it does not reduce the number of uses you have to expend, but you get a plus three instead of a plus two circumstance bonus. Correct. Does he just so, roll once? Yeah, so each each treat deadly wounds is one hour. So it's one roll per attempt, and each attempt right. is an hour. And with your toolkit, I can get up to a plus nine, so I still have to roll. With a ten, I could take ten, and we could just you ignore could, this. Well, I guess you can, I don't know. I should, sure, I guess you can take 10 on Treat Deadly Wounds. Because yeah. taking that's 10 the... doesn't necessarily take 10 times as long, I guess. Well, if that's the case, right. could I just take it a 10 on Heal? Uh, uh, you could take a 10 to aid, yeah. Right, so oh. I would take a oh. 10 to make it 11, so I would aid it too. Oh, so in that case, we could do it. So you didn't have to roll. But... Uh, the DC is... 20. Oh, right, so you do have a Healer's Kit, so you can hit a... Because it's only 20 now. It's not 24 because you have the healers. Right, okay. because we have the, the two. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you can spend an hour to... Who are you treating deadly wounds on? Um, We'll start with Frampton. <laughs> what is the total DC that you hit? You don't exceed it by five, do you? I, no, I okay. know. I just hit the minimum. Okay. So you yeah. just... 
whoever you choose gets one hit point per level, so it would be six. Yep. So pretty much with four hours, everyone can get six additional hit points each. Assuming we want to wait that long. And assuming we want to so use that many of the healer's kit. Because it only has ten or twenty. Uh, healer's kit has ten uses, so you can use it five times for these purposes. But he'll at least use it once on a frame scene, because if I remember, he was in dire need, and that's the most uh, thematically correct choice. Okay. So you spend the first hour of the morning uh, tending to Frampton's wounds. Uh, I can't remember if bards have to spend an hour to prepare their... No, they're spontaneous. No, they're fine. Um, So yeah, nobody has to spend an hour to prepare spells or anything, so uh, do you want to have everybody get a use of treat deadly wounds or if the party's fine with it I didn't diligently try that well I can either go outside and get killed by trolls or move forward and get smashed by some wood golems so yeah I think an hour spent here is fine okay so it would be like 11 o'clock will you finish doing some some treating of the deadly wounds that you all have and so everybody can regain six hit points on top of what they gained before. And then from that point on, it is up to you. You said it was another six? Another six, yeah. You get one okay, hit point thanks. per level with a Cure Deadly Wounds. You uh, really seem to know what you're doing over there, kid, with that uh, kitten stuff. I was never formally taught... But I helped out at Mistfilm, and I watched what they did. Good. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, you know, Dad wanted me to kind of, you know, be a cleric and help all the healing and stuff, and I, I just never, never really took to it, so. But, you know, I kind of kept some of those tools and stuff just in case. I, I'm not really good at them. You know, we, we share some similarities. You, you kind of got, uh, you know... A coat full of weapons, and I got a coat full of just useful tools and items that I don't really know how to use. Well, it was good faith that you had it, Jessup. I didn't have the tools. I don't know what I would have done elsewise. Well, if you have the inventory space, I'll gladly just let you keep them. I think that I do, actually. A couple more. (laughs) Without that great sword, I'm sure you got a lot of room there. That's correct. I, I could carry six <laughs> healer's kits instead of this great sword that I used to have. <laughs> it's a trade-off. He he is healing versus dealing damage. Alright, I'll take those out. And who, who's got my Climus kit? You think that was Aiden too, wasn't it? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, we gotta draw I, I, the line in the sand here somewhere. Oh, no, I, I gave that back to you. It, it should be in your stuff. It's like Jessup's like rifling through all the crap that he has. Oh, that, yep, it is. I, I appreciate you letting me use that as well, though. I got some soap here if you want. <laughs> 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 Alright, so I took out the healer's kit and the surgeon's tools. If Aiden would like to add those to his inventory with the remaining six charges. Okay. Uh, remaining two, Eight. two charges. Oh, oh yeah, two. Eight, okay, so it's two. two. Yeah, each use of okay. tree deadly wounds is two, so you still have two charges. Never mind, two. Healer's kit, two, and surgeon's tools. Okay, cool. I'm gonna say this, even though I know I will be mocked for it. I'm prepared. 
Mock her. Um, after the treating of deadly wounds has been done on Kieran, he f- will go through like normal like workouts that he does. So like push ups and like nice. sit ups and things. You know, you just gotta yeah, you just a, gotta you know you gotta keep a healthy body. Yeah. And then once he's done that, um, he probably would spend about you know an hour doing that while someone else is being treated. He will cast his daily fastidiousness on himself. Oh yeah. Well, okay. like would Jessup look like is he trying to hide of him working out or he's just going to town right there? Nah, dude. No, he's I doing mean, he, he'll he'll give people space. I mean, he can oh, go no. off to the he's hallway a little bit. Protein powder, oh, yeah. raw. Where did that trap come from? Like, oh, yeah. Flipping the trap you know, fire, you know. Jessup yeah, exactly. uses summon instrument and play Eye of the Tiger for him, just like something for a current training montage. He he's over there, like, welcome to the Temple of Swole. I like to think that like you're working out, so you're just like drenched in sweat, and you cast fastidiousness, and now there's just a pool of sweat on the ground. That's why I did in that order, because I like to think that like as you cast the spell, just like from head to toe, just like all the dirt and grime and everything just sloughs off. I would definitely cast the spell before doing the workout. Why? Because then the sweat goes away immediately. You don't have to be yeah, drenched in sweat at any of, point. That's part of the experience, though. You wouldn't know uh, because you don't exercise. Exactly. But. Well, I guess uh, we're never going to run out of water if we can just keep distilling Aiden, or, uh, yeah, Aiden's workout sweat. Disgusting, Jessup. I don't think I'd even allow that to happen. That was a joke. Oh, I'm, I apologize. I, I didn't catch the tone of voice. So. Well, lads, what's on the agenda for today? Well, I guess uh, try to see what's in the vault here. I, I, I and I were checking out the door here, and uh, he saved my life. I was about to go out there. It sounded like there was some trolls making a ruckus. I think uh, a couple of them came back, so I don't, oh, we don't know you, if they're still there. You heard something then while we were sleeping? Yeah, yeah, you guys were out pretty good. I wonder if they're up for a bit of gambling. I, I'd rather that's not. A, that's a gamble in and of itself. Pats, yeah. pats down his his legs, looking for his money pouch. Like, you know, Frampton, if you want to do a, a bit of gambling, maybe we should keep it between the four of us. We don't need to bring in any outsiders. You're really eager to lose your coin. <laughs> and clearly, we sit down for a six-hour session of gambling in the, <laughs> in the entryway to this to this vault. Just, we're gonna play twenty bone for the entire <laughs> 20 day. Twenty bone for the entire day. We relax. We play twenty bone. Maybe get a little more hit points. It's fine. I'm running out of alcohol. I'm gonna have to restock <laughs> soon. <laughs> well, uh, I said he was able to go through and uh, see uh, out of the traps and navigate a little vault here. I'm trying to find a way to get past those uh, golems there. I seems to be able to walk through with no problem. Thinking about that. I've been trying to figure out why. So I know Frampton was first yesterday, and that didn't go well. And then it definitely it attacked me as well. But then Ida was able to go by a, a few different times, and they didn't seem to make any motion toward him. So I'm wondering, Aiden, you given that this is a ranger fort... You're wearing a bit of paraphernalia. I wonder if the golems are constructed to not attack rangers. And what better proof of being a ranger than wearing their cloak? 
I hadn't thought of that. But you might be right, Kira. I I want to try something if you're willing. Uh, one he's of us. He's already I'm... taken it off the cloak. He's <laughs> on. He's on the same page. Smiles and he'll he'll take it. He'll be like, I I'll volunteer for it. Um, just to see what happens. Crampton, you got hit pretty hard, so I'm sure you're not gung ho to be the one to try this out. No, not very peachy keen about that. Mm-mm. No, no. Um, hey, Jace. I also forgot. I have a disease. You do indeed. Yeah, so uh, I have a, we can either we can either do that right now, or we awkward. can wait until. Oh, I guess. Yeah, I guess with all the healing, it would have hit roughly in the noon time. It would have hit, and it's if possible, high, I would like to use said medical kit and a spell. Okay, what is the spell? The spell is going to be linked in chat, called Diagnose Disease. Diagnose Disease, okay. Did you did prepare only... that one today? It's third party! I, sh- I sure did! <laughs> no, it's not! You determine whether a creature, object, or area carries any sort of disease or infestation or any exceptional or supernatural effects causing the sickened or nauseated effects. If there is a disease present, you know what disease it is and its effects. Uh, If the target is a creature, you gain a plus four heal check to treat the creature. Uh, The spell can penetrate barriers, blah, 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 blah. Okay. And then I will use the healer's kit I was just provided um to treat disease which takes 10 minutes and the dc is against the uh disease dc so with that spell i should be able to learn how to deal with that yes so every time the creature makes a saving throw against disease effects you make a heal check if your heal exceeds the dc of the disease the character gains a competence bonus okay uh, does that... That does not use up uses of the healer's kit? No. Okay. Nope. So you can make a heal check as um, I pull up the monster so I can see what the DC is again. Yep. And the heal check is what gets the plus four bonus? Yeah. So it's a plus eight. And then if you succeed on the heal check, then you get a bonus against the saving throw. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Let's go ahead and roll a heal. You know what disease it is and its effects. Yeah, I didn't mention that you you uh, found that out Ooh. before. It was mm-hmm. blood fire fever. Uh, okay. The so effects one... are one d three strength, one d three dex, and fatigue. Okay. But if I roll a save, I don't have those things. If you successfully save, you do not acquire those penalties at this moment. And I don't know the DC, so I'll have to roll the heal check to see. Yes, you are not aware of the DC. So, okay. and I didn't. That's just a flat heal check. That doesn't have any of the bonuses in there. Okay, so twenty-two will succeed. So now you can roll your fortitude save. I Would... don't think you can fail it unless it's a natural one with the absurd bonuses you have. Wow! Oh, that's my twenty. We're right, just gonna add twenty. Okay. So, you definitely know what that is. <laughs> you seem to be feeling a little bit better. There's, it's still a a lingering sensation in your side that 
there's a dull pain still there. It's not completely gone, but uh, it doesn't seem to have gotten worse, at least. I wish I had a uh, had thought about this ahead of time. I could have uh, written like a backstory in my mind explaining this. Hey, I, I feel like a mix of divine understanding that was kind of like gifted to him through nature or somehow. Um, but also, I wish I had like a scene with Reyna or someone else that he could flash back to while he was helping out that he remembered when they had the, because uh, they had, what was the disease that they all were dealing with for a little while? Filth fever. Filth fever, yeah, when he was helping victims with filth fever. Um, if he just remembers some of the techniques that were employed and then kind of does his best to do them for himself. Yep. Kind of roughing it, combining survival skills with applied knowledge. Yep. So just so you know, you have one save against yep. Bloodfire Fever. It takes two consecutive saves. So Yep, I'm aware. You're looking a little better today, Aiden. Still not quite 100%. Lost a little bit of color in your face, but you're looking better than you did yesterday. I think that I'll do all right. I really appreciate you, Jessup. I'm glad that you had medical supplies with you. For lack of divine healing at the moment. Oh, you're welcome. That's one of the nicest things you've said to me. He just, like, walks in and gives you a big old bear hug. She's <laughs> uh, uh, uh. burning in pain now. Don't ruin the moment. And he sits back. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined the moment. No, he said don't ruin the moment. I didn't oh. say anything. He just let it happen. Alright, well, there's no urgency, I guess. So maybe we can take our time walking through here again. I know we also wanted to see about that key. I don't know if we deduced anything further about that. Yeah, before we go forward, um, now that uh, I kind of have some spells, I, you know, I don't want to kind of go through all of them right now, but is anybody in dire need that they need a little pick-me-up? Feeling all right, Jessup. Um, unless somebody else needs it, I would say, you know, you can hold on to it just in case we run into any issues here. You know what, actually... Save it just in case this little experiment with the golems doesn't go well. So I'm still not feeling great. All right, but... cure moderate wounds. Here we go. All right. Well, let's see how this goes. Frampton, you're sure this hallway is still clear, right? When you when you got rid of it yesterday, it's not something that's gonna reset again. Sure. Ha. <laughs> uh, uh, I gotta. Natural 20 in a sense motive? He's not certain. <laughs> huh. Alright then. Um. Hmm. He just stands there for a second. Well, if you're not feeling quite confident, I suppose I could take another look at it real quick. Yeah, maybe then... maybe let's put our heads together. I'll, I'll help you out here just to see, you know, if, you're, if there's anything I can help with. 22 perception to aid. Frampton, just to see if anything were to reset. Okay. So, Frampton, you look over the uh, the area that you had disabled before, and looks like it has already been uh, basically jammed up. The gears that you had taken out of position. Uh, if you were to step across and trigger it again, at most, it would have the same kind of dud effect that it had before. Right, uh, looks like it's quite well. I, I think we're good to go. It doesn't look like it's reactivated. 
Uh, don't be scared if you step on it. It might make some sounds, but I, I think we're okay. Okay, good to know then. And right. he will begin walking down the hallway. Okay. To get to the other side. Or, uh, Kieran, you start kind of moving away, Jess will finger gun message up. Okay. Let's come up over to this section here. So... Do, do the ranger ponchos have hoods to them? Like yes. the cloaks have hoods? Okay. Yep. As Kieran approaches this entranceway, he's gonna just, like, put the hood up so that less of his face is being seen and more of just the material of the cloak. Okay. So you walk down the hallway there. You get almost within sight of the wood golem. Do you step into the into the alcove there? So he'll take a deep breath and then like slowly exhale and step forward. Okay. Into view of the golem. And he's like he's like sideways to it. But he's got his head looking just barely so he can see out of the corner of his eye what the golem does, but he doesn't like full on look at the golem. Okay. So you're kind of glancing over at the golem and out of the corner of your eye, you can see that it is like its head is angled to stare directly at you, but it doesn't appear to be making any movements. And then like an anime single Beat of sweat goes down his face. Then he has to use fastidiousness just to get rid of that one piece. <laughs> it, it goes extra fast because of fastidiousness. Um, and then he'll take a step forward just to see if he'll take a couple steps forward out yep. of sight. Yep. He, does he hear any noise coming from inside that room? Uh, from where the golem is? Yes. Uh, no, you don't okay. hear any movement. All right, so. so Joseph kind of gets in position to see him, but obviously away from the alcove, kind of whispers. Looks like he's still alive. Yeah, it definitely noticed me, but it didn't make any movements, and I didn't hear any sounds coming from inside. So I, I think we might be onto something here. But that leaves a bit of an issue with... We've only got one of these, right? Well, uh, but we got these fancy gloves. And why don't you uh, mage hand that uh, cloak right on over to me? All right. If... That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Alright, that's pretty good. Alright. That finally we get to use Mage Hand. Alright. Used it once already. Only because I got these fancy gloves. The cloak is Well, six I have pounds. it as a spell, so I can just spell six it. Pounds. Back it's a six here. pound cloak. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't think really... that's how it works. No. <laughs> use sticker. There's no way. The other <laughs> option that I was gonna say, which is like ridiculous, is like like a vampire cloak, like you hold it out as like you like scoot sideways <laughs> as somebody walks in front of you. You like shield them so they walk. That by. will never work on Jessup. He'll just like, like smelly and eye behind him. Well, yeah. Jessup could be the one with the cloak since he would have the widest girth. So then everybody else could. Maybe we get two at a time. Thanks, Kieran. Isn't he kind of short? Well, Doc. All right, both of you. What's going on today? <laughs> All right, so Kieran it's will. Not me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Iden is free at last. Kieran Why will not? remove the cloak as he's out of sight. All right, it's not guaranteed to work. I don't know if they'll react to a phantom cloak that goes by the doorway, but it's worth a shot. So, 
Kieran will mage hand the right side of the cloak, I mage hand the left side, or vice versa, and then we just kind of make it look like it's walking back. Okay. okay. So you, you levitate the cloak back to the yep. other yep. side. Yep. And then... And I just So once Jessup gets it, he'll just kind of like, listen, take a 20, listen, see, hear anything? No, you don't hear anything. So he puts it on. Okay. This is totally how the rangers always did it. Puts yeah. the hood up. Yep. And just kind of like nonchalantly, just kind of walks by. Yep. Kind of whistles to himself. You walk by, and out of the corner of your eye, you see the golem, and it's staring at you, but its head is kind of cocked. It's like, <laughs> not, not sure what's going on. Calling shenanigans. <laughs> uh, Banana agree. And then, uh, so he'll hand it to Kieran. And then message to Kieran and say, you want, you know, just obviously to keep it down, message these guys. And then we'll pass the cloak over. Yep. All right. Okay. So we will rinse and repeat. Yep. You are whoa, whoa, able... Wait, actually, beforehand, uh, should we have those two yahoos try to get that key? Well, I feel like we need to inspect that a bit further. We weren't 100% sure if it was safe to walk in there, were we? Well, no, we can trudge on forward, but I'm going to bet we're going to need the keys. So we're going to have to do some of the shenanigans again. You yeah, you do what? know for sure that the southern key has a trap on it. Yeah. Oh, we, we saw do? like the little like Yeah, like, there's the hair wire. wires in that yeah, corridor. Yeah. You definitely do know about that. Well, I then will work with Frampton to try to disarm it. Here's here's the thing though. Just throwing this out here, I'm not sure if it's accurate or not, but what if those keys are decoys? And what if the real keys are further in, perhaps? Well if uh we think this is going successful so far, I guess maybe we can all just rejoin here together. Scope it out a little bit into the center alcove that Titan uh, was able to go check out. In this case, we got to go back. At least we know we can get across here. Right, and if Aiden, you know, from what he saw scouting yesterday, there's a another key up above. So, if the real keys, or if those are the real keys, then we'll have to come up with a plan. But maybe, maybe we'll find something inside that will help us. You know, it makes me wonder, you know, if the rangers were coming in here, how would they get into the vault? Um, real quick, by the way, there were three keyholes, right? Always were. On the big stone door? Yeah. There were two. There were two. Okay. There's... We can always double back for them. It doesn't matter. I'm sure. just thinking, you know, if the rangers ever had to get in here, they would have had to have a way to to get to those keys, and if they're trapped like that, I don't know a a way to get in there. Easily, at least. Yeah, sure. There's some trick to it. We just uh, don't know. Did we pass the cloak to you, Aiden, before you charged over? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. you forgot. The golem <laughs> charges out and starts attacking. <gasps> we all fight over also, the, cloak, the cloak to put it on. <laughs> Why does this guy have, like, a turret? Yeah, I know. Well, I see, thought that was so, hilarious. So, the gun. one up there is has got a bow, but there's no it's bow icon, so I just took the turret, a, the sentry nah, turret. He's got an M60 up It's a there. gunslinger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. gunslinger. Uh, he really didn't want the best with him. He's <laughs> one bad mother. <laughs> the blunderbuss golem. So, you are able to bypass the golem there by switching the cloak around, as long as no more than one of you are in its sight at a time. It quizzically doesn't seem to register what's going on. Got a rude gesture as I go by. <laughs> Double it, it mirrors fingers. the gesture back. <laughs> 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 Greetings with my people. 
I told her it means peace across among worlds. That's hilarious, right? Oh, Jason, <laughs> real quick, like before slavery, before we get too far, just in case this comes up, can we try to identify the items from yesterday that we could not? Sure. What items did you this. not identify? All right. There was some sort of rod. Right. There was yes. a pot of strange substance. Right. And then an unknown wand that is conjuration and creation. Jace, as a heads up, I will have Aiden cast heightened awareness when they begin going into that middle area. Okay. How long does that last for you? One hour, one, ten minutes per level. Ten so minutes per level. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Okay. Okay. So which one do we you? We would do have first? done this back before we would we made a move. Okay. So I will look at the. I'll go and I'll go rod, pot, wand. Okay. So well, go ahead. I and... will uh, eight. Okay. Okay. Can I take a ten? Um, you can take a ten. Yes. I will take a ten. Okay. Uh, two two things. Three things. Yes. Yeah, so Price. there's the rod. There's one wand and the pot. Pot. Oh, strange I, think I, I think I remember what that was. Okay. Okay. Well, I will glad take that ten. it's plot relevant. <laughs> okay. So you're aiding. So this is just straight plus two to all of these rolls. So first will be the rod with a okay. twenty-four spellcraft. Okay. So a total oh. twenty-four. Correct. You're well, not able to identify the rod. Well, that is good. Can that's I take good. a twenty? <laughs> Um, Alright, so next will be the Pot of Strange Substance. Okay. 21. Not able to identify it. And then the Wand mm. 14. That went, that went swimmingly well. I, I just I just want to see. Great. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Jessup. I would have gotten, gotten two of them. With those rolls, you would not have been able to identify any of them. No, the third... Wow. You might have been able to get the third one. If she would have aided me, though, it would have been... 11, 27, 25? No. The 27 wouldn't have worked. We got some more oh. relevant information! Yeah, oh, fun fact, by the way. Um, Aiden has spellcraft now. I forgot about that. Okay, Thanks. well... The plus two well, wouldn't have aided. I'm not uh, gonna do it now, anyway. Yeah. But, uh, As yeah, so Sarah the... looks up which level spell identify is... <laughs> Uh, so identify is a <laughs> level one. It's the first, first level, level spell. Is it? Yeah, you know what? I don't get spell. any of those at next level, so we'll be doing this for a while. Watch that. How funny would it be if the wand was a wand of identify, but we couldn't identify the wand of identify, so it just was a cycle of heartbreak. That would have been funny. Uh, yeah, so okay. three Back items. You, you still can't identify what they are. So These are really tripping me up. They look just like they did yesterday. Yeah, I'm not getting anything from them today, but they're definitely magical, and I feel like, Jessup, one of these days, if Aiden decides to make himself useful, we may be able to figure this out. Go ahead and roll me three Knowledge Arcanas. Knowledge Arcana first, 23. Which, oh, well, I guess second, only two. You already did it on the third one. Oh. First, 23. Second, 27. Okay. I will aid. And... Can you wait on knowledges? Oh, you can, yeah, sure can. I don't know. I feel like you oh, shouldn't be can. able to. I thought we have. Oh. No. I can just roll. So, per Oh, aura. no, it was taken 10. That's what I'm thinking. 
So mm. Knowledge Arcana to determine the school of magic is DC 15 plus the spell level or 15 plus half the caster level. We'll just go with that for now. So 15 plus half the caster level. So the first, what was your first Knowledge Arcana? Rod. Oh, the number? Yeah. Uh, 27. Okay. And Jessup had 28. So 27. No, 15 oh, plus... Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Okay, 15 plus half the caster level. So you are able to identify that this has a strong magical aura, but there is no school involved with the rod. So the aura basically is aura, strong, parentheses, no school. So This watch should be a minor artifact of some sort. As for the pot, pot. of whatever it was, you rolled higher on that one, right? Um. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that was Kira a got a 27. Yeah. Jessup got a 28. That one's yes. easier to identify. Um, that one has strong abjuration and transmutation. So that's all you know about those three items. Hmm. Interesting. I bet this is literally just weed. I doubt it. It's much easier to identify than that. Yeah, that would be a survival check. <laughs> oh, Professor Fallen. You look like you work with this sort of stuff. Alright. Aiden, did you, did you end up awesome. checking out this area down here at all? I didn't want to press in too further by myself. I don't know what is in there. Probably, Darkness. probably smart. Frampton, I hate to ask you, but you're the most fleet of foot of the rest of us. Would you would you want to head down in there and take a look around? Die? I'll take a look around. I don't want to die, though. Uh. Okay. Frampton, wait. Oh. Uh, yes, you, yes, yes. Sorry, you'll sorry. Uh, just, just walk over and kind of motion a little bit, put his hand on you, and speak some gibberish, and yeah. Well, that, that feels now nice. you have some protection. I believe oh. in you. Oh, excellent. What? What's back? Oh, what kind of protection do I have? Kind what that? Rolling, roll a spellcraft or a knowledge or yeah, roll right. a spellcraft. Right. I, I feel tingly. Thank you. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> he, he steps back. I, I didn't do anything. I, I didn't do anything. <laughs> and then I guess I'll stealth. Okay. Up. Okay, so an 18 stealth. You see Is five white? whites. No, I'm just kidding. Ah! Um, There's nothing in here. Unless you, have a, unless you here. have a light, it is complete darkness. Oh, but does he get he a bonus has, to he stealth? He has dark vision. He gets a bonus in dim light. Oh, well, yeah. so he doesn't get a bonus in darkness? Correct. No, no isn't that double the bonus what? because it's double the dim lighting? Yeah. Right? How does that not make sense? But that's his favored illumination. He's yeah. favoring dim, not dark. That's dumb. I think we should review dead. that for a house rule. <laughs> I mean, that's literally the core of the yeah. archetype, so huh. you're saying to house rule, getting rid of the archetype. Right? It's all Sounds like a third light. party the uh, whole thing archetype is to me. Light. Although it was shadows was the whole thing. Can Kieran put dancing lights like right here so that it's dim light? <laughs> It makes it. I mean, to be fair, guys, I could use an illumination point to try and make it dim light here, but... 
That's oh, yeah, I but I mean, if if I have light. dim, if I have dancing lights, though, we can we can force it. We can make this work. We'll just I'll play with it. I'll I'll push them out and then pull them back until you get the. You tell me when, Frampton. Am I supposed to, like, stealth my way back to you to be like, it's dark up there. Could you maybe make it not as dark? Keep it slightly dark, but not as dark as it currently is at this very moment. I can see in darkness, but I don't, it doesn't make me feel good how dark it is over there. I prefer a certain level of darkness. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> like, how am I supposed to say that? I'm just well, messing with you. <laughs> in, all, in all fairness, though, Ida doesn't have dark vision, so he would have had his Ayun torch out today, since he didn't have that cast on him. Okay, yeah, Kieran has not cast it on himself, so we could have had dancing lights out to make sure there's illumination. So Frampton walks yeah. forward down this 20, 30 foot uh... hallway, trying to be quiet. And he comes across this room in the center of the vault. Ramp is um, still wearing the cloak, by the way. Just throwing that out there, because reasons. Reason. Well, I was the last one to cross, and I didn't mm -hmm. say I handed it back, so... Okay. Just, okay. I don't know if it makes a difference. So That's Frampton's fair. the one with the cloak. Currently. Okay. So oh, Frampton, you walk into this opening. You see a low stone wall bisects half of this large chamber to either side of the wall rests a stone sarcophagus the southern sarcophagus is carved with the image of a stout male dwarf holding two crossed hand axes the northern sarcophagus bears the image of a sharp-faced human woman holding a longbow near each sarcophagus an iron lever juts from a panel in the wall What do you do? Kieran will now message to Frampton and whisper, How's it How's it looking up there, Frampton? Do you see anything? Oh, well, yeah, just a couple of coffins. I don't know. There's not much going on here. I, I, a couple of levers. Uh, I think it's safe. So once he says that, Kieran will start to make his way in here. The, the lights are following him. Okay. How high are the ceilings in here? Are they pretty standard? Oh, are they high ceilings? I believe the interior ceiling here is 10 feet. Okay. Frampton is looking for traps. Where Time is it, call. Uh, at this point, with all of the healing, treating disease, identifying, going back and forth in front of the golem, it's early afternoon. Somewhere between. Like, like, 12.30 to 1, like really early. Just past noon. I'm going to call it 12.30. Okay. And cast heightened awareness. Okay. So Kieran is moving forward. Is everybody moving into the room? Just I didn't asking be for a friend. He's, he's where he is. Okay. His token is reality. Okay. Yeah, Joseph's in that position too until he's told to come forward otherwise. So, Kieran, you move forward and you see the same room that Frampton does. Uh, do You have dancing lights with you, so you illuminate the room. Uh, you don't see anything other than what I just described that he sees. Okay. 
Farms that nothing, nothing's moved in here. You haven't heard any noises. Haven't seen any traps. No, no, not quite yet. Haven't seen anything. I just okay. looks like a burial chamber. Huh? With a seven, do I find any traps? Uh, <laughs> no. Nope. With a twelve. With your, with a 16. With your seven oh, and 16. his sixteen. No, you don't see any traps anywhere. Oh boy. <laughs> Iden with a twenty-two. Don't see anything. Looks fine. This is a bit unnerving. I'm not gonna lie. I'm and not what a did... huge. Sorry. What? No, you're fine. What did we see over here, Jason? I just don't remember. Yeah. What so that here? wall over there. It's uh, the passage ends to the east at a wall-to-wall iron door. So it is in fact an iron door, uh, with no handle or hinges. The stone wall to the north of the door is inset with a pair of large keyholes, and numerous warnings and curses are etched into the door, promising only misery and death beyond the portal, or terrible fates uh, will haunt any who enter. It's written in common? Uh, Yeah, it's in common. Over here, remind me, right in the entrance where we camped out, what were those two plaques? Yep, so those two plaques both had uh, quotes that you assumed might have been favored by the specific engineer that uh, wrote them. Um, I can find them here and read them off to you. So the southern plaque read, A whirlwind of blows assures victory, Dargret Fohewer. And the northern plaque reads, Strike safely, strike quietly, Ekaterin Fletcher. Ah, that explains why the uh, golems had two axes and a bow. Karen's going to, to walk up and look closer at the coffin. Okay. And uh, he will, like, reach out a gloved hand and just kind of, like, I don't know if there's dust done or anything, but he's looking for any sort of writing to see, you know, is there any notice or mention of who this is? There is a thin layer of dust on the coffin. Uh, it looks like if if people have been in the vault within recent years, they probably weren't in this chamber or at least not touching the coffin. So it has built up uh, a fair amount of dust. And, and you're kind of brushing it off. You don't see any writing on there, but uh, like I said, you do see the, the northern sarcophagus bears the image of a sharp-faced w- human woman, and the southern sarcophagus has the image of a stout male dwarf holding two crossed uh, hand axes. So the one you're standing in front of, the top of the sarcophagus, it's like the um, it's like a sculpture if you're looking down on somebody. It's a okay. dwarf with two crossed hand axes. The okay. image of. Well, this certainly aligns with what Jessup read from outside, where the engineers were entombed within the vault. I'm certainly glad it doesn't seem that they've risen from their graves at least we haven't triggered anything to do that so hopefully they stay at rest here what were these nubs so on the northern and southern wall there are uh levers there uh if you take a look at them you can see there is writing next to those uh the so there is a panel near the uh southern uh, one of those that is labeled um, so basically each of these levers looks like it can be in three positions top, 
middle bottom and in the uh in the top position you see the words lunging strikes and then in the bottom position you see the words advancing lines the lever is currently in the middle on the other side of the room you see a panel that says at the top it says a hundred arrows and then in the bottom it says cornered prey the level lever is also in the middle They're both in the middle, and the middle says yeah. nothing. Middle doesn't say anything. There's just, like, words on the top, words on the bottom. So, like, above the lever, below the lever, there's words. And then both of them are currently just set right in the middle. Hundred levers. Beware! <laughs> Final Tempest, hundred levers! Yeah, I was trying to <laughs> type it while also listen for what he was saying in advance, so... Yeah. So, so me. They actually write out a hundred rather than the numbers. I'm sorry. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Thank you. And they we are written in common. I don't know a lot, but I'm trying to learn, Kirin. D- do you sense anything magical here? He will detect magic to see if there's anything Let magical me... going on here. Read detect magic here real quick. One foot of stone. Okay. So you do detect faint magical essences within the sarcophagus you're next to. Because I assume the sarcophagus is not more than a foot thick. But if you direct your detect magic towards the lever, nothing. Uh, if you direct it the other direction, if you, like, step around the corner, you detect magic from the other sarcophagus, but not the other lever. The only magic you're detecting in any direction is from the sarcophagus's sarcophagi. It would seem there's a bit of faint magic coming from within the sarcophagi. It would make sense that they would be buried with any prized possessions um, if they were known you know, to wield hand axes or a bow. Maybe their bow had magical enhancements to them and they were buried with their weapons. I think it's probably better to let the dead lay with their items. As far as the levers go, I don't detect any magic from elsewhere in the room. It's just coming from within the sarcophagi. I wonder what the levers go to then. Well, I'm trying to think about that. I'm looking and he looks at the he's looking at the south one right so it says top lunging strikes middle currently bottom position advancing lines well, and what were the flags Jason on the in the beginning of the room again uh, like quietly and safely and then something about whirlwind of something or other yeah the, I think it was a whirlwind of strikes assures victory and the other one was strike swiftly strike safely or quietly safely My guess is that these impact the behavior of the golems. The middle being stationary guardians, the other two add spurring them towards those actions. How what that translates to, I don't know. But that doesn't really to, make you could try to sense. move them and see. I'm thinking I'm thinking this has something to do with the traps. Because there's four traps, aren't there? There was a trap in the hallway, a trap in this 
alcove, trap in the alcove up here, and then trap in this hallway. No, this one was not trapped to our knowledge. Which one? The top one. Or at least I didn't fail his perception. Well, then I wouldn't necessarily say it's not trapped. Well, he took a 20 and found one everywhere else, so I didn't would say it's not trapped. So they're you know both I mean? in the middle. Hmm. Hundred arrows, cornered prey, lunging strikes, advancing lines. Yeah, I didn't. So just so you know, uh, if you took a 20, you would notice that there was a trap on the top one. It's just it, oh. there, there, weren't, there weren't lines or wires or anything. Gotcha, but it, gotcha, it did gotcha. look like there was some sort of trap there. Uh, you don't know the details of it, um, but there was some sort of trap in place. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So we retconned that then? Your your yes. light ran out before you were able to notice it, but, but your your dark vision up. ran out. Yeah. Right, but then he went back up that way with the light to loop around here. If you remember. Mm. What are y'all doing? Kieran, uh, Kieran's going to try something. He's going to say, Frampton, can I can I take that cloak back? I want to go look at that bottom alcove again with the key. I take off the cloak and hand it to Kieran. I, I recommend right. being very careful, though. It, oh, I intend to. It, I don't have a death wish. It is trap. It I is know trap. It, I know it's death. Death. I know it's death. It's death. I mean, yeah, you're right. It's death. I know it's death. I know it's death. I know it's death. I'm fine with it. I'm at peace. I'm uh, good. As long as she realizes it's death, what can you do? Who, who needs to fight a dragon? I've lived a good life. Yep. Struggling in the Fangwood for some semblance of meaning. Yeah. Um, okay, so all about you, Aiden. He's going back this direction. All right. He's going to stand here, and he's looking, and can he see the lines, like, if it's if it was pointed out, like, he can see the strings? Yes. I assume you don't have a penalty to your perception? No, okay. I do not. I have, if I were to take 20, I would get a 25. Okay, so if you... I take 10, I get a 15. If you, having, having them been pointed out and looking closely, you do notice the lines, the wires... And they start, like, in these squares? Yes. Okay. Uh, I, hmm. If I stand here, would you allow me to, like, reach around the corner, or I'd have to actually be in this square? I, what are you trying to do? So, what I want to try to do is, with my glaive, well, no, because if, if something bad happens, I don't want to lose my, lose my glaive. Um, do I have anything else that I could... Like, he, essentially, he wants to try to set off the trap to see, like, what's going to happen. But he's afraid of it, like, fireballing straight out. So he doesn't want to stand in these squares. But I don't know if he can, like, stand here and, like, throw a dagger in to try to trigger the strings. Well, you would know a fireball would go much further than where you're standing. You'd have to stand several squares back for a fireball not to hit you. Ugh. It's a 20-foot spread on that. 
25 foot radius. He did mention that merely disturbing the air would probably hit the strings. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just trying to decide if I want to burn a spell on a theory. Oh, or, man. Or <laughs> use your glaive. Your family honor bound. Yeah, except like if glaive. it gets like burnt up or something, I don't know. Oh, you join the club with some of the other party members we have. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do not want to lose my glaive. Um, uh, all right, I'm going to chance it. I'm going to stand. Well, if I stand here, I can't throw like a dagger in there, can I? Yeah, you can. Because I from here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, do I? Do I? Because I, I, I think it's a fireball trap. Oh man, do I? I'm going to do it. I'm going to Could you, cast. Uh, Ooh. You should. Hmm? Never mind. <clears throat> I'm going to cast Resist Energy Fire. Okay. So that will last for 50 minutes of Fire Resistance 10. Okay. And then I'm going to throw the dagger to try to disturb the wires that are going across just to see what happens. Okay. So you throw the dagger in there. Um... And the wires kind of vibrate, and uh, you see um, a pair. I don't know if I can quickly step back. <laughs> Just... Okay, so you so you throw it in, you quickly step back. Um, you hear the noise of um, a series of mechanical noises, uh, almost like things like clashing into each other and then retracting and clashing into each other and retracting, um, and then it goes quiet. So, Jace, can I... I didn't realize they were all trapped, and I think Sarah might have been onto something. Kieran said it while I was up here. Can uh, I didn't roll a knowledge engineering to infer if, like, if he moves the lever one or the other ways, if it would, like, activate a trap, or if it would deactivate a trap, or if it corresponds to the traps, you know, traps. And levers. You can pull them in one direction and see what happens. Okay. Uh, see, I was looking for more of an infer sort of situation. You have you, you have no information to infer on that. Yeah. yeah. Kieran, after that happens, Kieran will come back and he'll say, well, I just triggered that trap back there. I didn't see exactly what happened. I was trying to get out of the way just in case it was some sort of fire, you know, fireball out um, I heard a series of mechanical sounds. Um, it's quite possible that it was, you know, I've seen some traps that, you know, blades come down from the ceiling or up from the bottom or, uh, you know, if it were some sort of pit trap, I don't know if I would have heard anything, but that's always a possibility as well. Uh, it was gone. Did anything in this room interact or uh, react? Nope. Yeah, I'm guessing that uh, these guys then have some sort of affinity with their uh, weapon specialization, so wouldn't be surprised if However, you go to activate some trap up north, somebody doesn't try to shoot out at you either. Okay. Carry on. Right. I don't know if you want... Well, if you want to 
try pulling the lever in one direction and seeing what happens. You can try maybe, maybe putting it to the top or the bottom. I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up. We can try triggering it again and see if one of the lever positions makes it so it doesn't doesn't go off. Should uh, we maybe have two in the room and uh, two out here just to make sure something happens? You know. Right, just bear in mind that we'll want to have the cloak on as we go by the golem. And I'm afraid one of us is whoever is going to have to keep running back and forth. I'm happy to do it. I can run back and forth just to communicate what's going on. Message will work around this corner, I think, if I'm mistaken. Message goes around the corner as long as you're within the distance. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess if, uh, Kieran, you want to go down there, I can stay here. And then I can message, like, Frampton, and he can talk to Aiden. Okay, so Kieran will do the whole go to this side, out of sight of the golem, mage hand the cloak back to Jessup, and then come stand down here. Okay. Did he say which one you wanted me to do? Uh, He could message me. He said the top or the bottom. (laughs) Right. Um... I'm kind of curious about the bottom. Do the bottom one. I was just trying to see if any of the if the words had anything to do with it. Advancing lines or lunging strikes, but honestly, because I didn't get a good look at what the trap did, I have no idea if it associates with that trap or not. So, just try the bottom and see what happens. That lunging strikes sounds a little bit more eviscerating. That's true. Alright, uh, Frampton, please tell Jessup to tell Kieran to be careful. And, uh, uh, after... Brampton wanted me to tell you that Aiden said you got it. Yeah, what are we playing? Telephone here? Like, I can yeah. I can, I can, can hear him. I cast message as well. Oh, you also have a message? Yeah. You can go around the corner so, like that, though? Yeah, you can. With it, if, if, as long as the distance, the sum total distance is not exceeding the spell, yeah. I oh. don't remember what the distance I paraphrased. Is. Yeah. Uh, 100 feet plus 10 feet per level, so 150 feet for me. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Okay. Which All right. He'll pull it. Are you, Are you putting going... it to the up position the or the down position? So just letting the... you know, up position is lunging strikes, bottom position is advancing lines. We have determined we wanted yep. advancing lines. Uh, Jessup puts a cloak on before any of us just throwing that out there. Okay. Right. I don't want to use my glaive, but I lost my dagger. Well, just want your mage hand pick up the dagger. Oh yeah, I could do that. (laughs) So if I mage hand the dagger, is that gonna disturb the things and set the trap off again? Probably. Maybe. All right. I will try that. And this time, I'm gonna stand in the square so I can at least get a line of sight on what happens. Okay, so um, Aiden moves the lever into the down position. Yeah, did, did Kieran tell him to wait for you to do all that mage hand stuff? No, you could have just done it, and then he'll try to trigger the trap and see if it goes off with the lever down. Okay. <laughs> so, Watch this be, like, not at all what we're supposed to do. We're going to spend the whole session going through this. and Aiden moves huh? the lever down. Kieran then mage hands the dagger. You have a second dagger? I do not know. Because you threw the first dagger. 
Right, so, so I'm mage handing, handing Oh, you're it mage handing it back. Here. I thought you were mage yeah. handing it into. Okay, okay, okay. No, 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 no. You pick up the dagger and you start pulling it back in your direction. It kind of bobs against several of the wires, but nothing happens. Hey, well, we may be onto something. It, it didn't go off that time, but I, I don't know if it's just coincidence. Aiden, if you want to try, move the lever to the top and I'll try it again. Yes, I'm shaking his head now. <laughs> All right, Kieran, I'll do that. Okay. Okay. So he puts it up, and now Kieran will mage hand the dagger to move the wires again. Okay. Lever is now in the top position. Yes. You move the daggers into that area, uh-huh. and as soon as it hits a couple of the wires you see a pair of spears on the east and west wall begin jutting out and then retracting and then jutting out and then retracting and then jutting out and then retracting uh, for several seconds, like half a minute. And then they stop. They retract into the wall and nothing happens. Well, you want to try the default position now that you have a better vantage point just to see what that does? You can try it, put it back to the middle, I didn't see what happens. Uh, Alright, uh, what happened when it was in the top? <sighs> a lot of stabby stab. Yeah, there was, it, it wasn't pleasant, I'm glad I wasn't standing in the middle of it. So you're doing it again in, in the middle position? In the middle position, okay. yeah, just to see if that does the same thing. Okay, so you put it in the middle position, and uh, you mage hand the dagger, and again, spears come out for a couple seconds. Roll me a perception check. Oh boy. Not great. Uh, 18. Okay. The spears begin to pierce out, retract, pierce out, retract. This goes on for 20 seconds or so. By the time they pierce out the final bit and retract back in, uh, Jessup, you roll a perception as well. Oh, dear. So, Kieran got an 18, Jessup got a 6. So, Kieran, Kieran, you are the only one to hear the sound of movement coming from that alcove. From this alcove? Coming from the alcove <gasps> behind you. As... Stepping out, possibly to investigate the trap being set off, the wood golem begins to walk into the hallway. And as it sees you, you do not have the cloak. So I'm going to need you to roll initiative. I mean, I, I, be an initiative? I, would, I wouldn't have given the cloak oh. to Jessup if he wasn't going to come back. So that's unfortunate. Not for but. Jessup. Not for Jessup. Well, I, you said that you passed it back to him and he chose yeah, not I to did. walk well, forward. Yeah, I did. Well, I mean, so. I, I totally meant to do that. I just, then Jessup never came forward, so I wouldn't have ever done that if I'd known his intention. I didn't know. Oh, I'm screwed. Okay. So we're getting initiative here. Aiden rolled a 21. Uh, Kieran rolled a 12. Oh, should I roll? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Jessup rolled a 20. Oh, I should have done their initiative first. 
Okay. Now I'll do this. So Frampton got a 14. Again, Kieran had a 12. Jessup had a 20. And Aiden had a 21. So I'll sort all of that. So essentially how this will work is the surprise round happens. And the golem moves its movement. It's... 30-foot movement down to investigate this trap that has been set off. That is its surprise round, is moving up there. The only one who is going to be able to act in the surprise round on your side is Kieran, who can now go. Move or standard action. I have no idea what to do. I will cast defensively Try to cast mirror image. Okay, you can five foot step back. Oh, okay. Then I will do that. Also a surprise round, so it won't provoke. I will five foot step back and oh, wait, no, it acted, though. Yep. cast mirror image, so okay. I will get... Oops, that's Roll high! Roll high! Historically... Oh, that's that Jerome luck I right. like to see. So that's max images, five images plus myself, and all the meanwhile he's yelling, We've got a problem! We've got a problem! It set off and I don't have the cloak on! The golem's coming after me! Okay. So, moving on, top of the first round of full initiative, we have Aiden. You here, coming down the hallway, Kieran, yelling out that the golem has spotted her without the cloak. What do you do? Double move. Okay. Look up this way. Perception. Does he hear or see? He did not expend heightened awareness, by the way. But does he hear or see the golem up there make any movements? You don't hear anything coming from that alcove. Yeah. So you double move out into the open... You don't hear anything coming from the north. That is your turn. Bringing us to Jessup. You did not hear it moving, but you also heard Kieran yelling out. Uh, he quick-drawed his bow, by the way. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, Jessup will run down. See the, <clears throat> the golem, so he'll just move up to there. and Uh... I'm Jessup of the Rangers, and I command that you stand down. Okay. With authority? I don't know. Can I intimidate or diplomacy a uh, goal? <laughs> you can but try. <laughs> okay. Hey. A 29 on his perform oratory. He kind of yells out to this golem to tell it to stand down. Moving on from Jessup, we have the golem. The golem turns behind it, hearing noise, looks at you, Jessup, recognizes that you have the cloak, and then turns back to Kieran, who it knows does not have the cloak, steps up, and is going to make two attacks against Kieran. This would be way easier if more people had wanted to be rangers from the beginning. First attack. Hello. It's a 25 to hit. 
Yeah. Roll a d6. Okay. And one is you. a one will hit you. Five. Okay. One image. One gone. of your images goes away. Second okay. attack with its other hand is only an 18. Still hits. Still hits. Rolling a d5. Three. Another image goes away. Okay. And that is the golem's turn. Bringing us to Frampton. Frampton! Um. Uh, oh. Let's do some moving. Grooving? Moving and grooving. What's my move speed? Probably, Probably 30. 30 feet. I don't remember. <laughs> 30 feet. Alright, so I'm a double move. Leroy Jenkins! So you double move, running down the hallway to catch up to all of this stuff going on. (laughs) And gets dropped immediately by this golem. (laughs) Okay. That is your turn. Bottom of the round brings us back to Kieran. Oh, dearie. Um... So conflicted. I don't want to attack it because. Yeah. He will five foot step back again, and then he's going to cast shield. Okay. Just to try to stay alive. Okay, you cast shield on yourself. Bringing us... You have a move equivalent action if you have anything you can use. I'm going to draw out a wand. Okay. Top of round two, we are back to Aiden. So, if I five foot step into this square, I do believe it will not only have cover from them, but it'll also have cover from this here wall. Is the shot possible? It's a tough shot. It is possible, but it is a tough shot. Right. I figured. You can try it. He's gonna try it. Um, I don't even know if I can bypass their hardness. (laughs) If they have it. Um, nothing going into this. Actually, I also don't want to fight it, though. But Kieran's in trouble, so. And he heard Jessup try to talk, and it didn't do anything. It did not seem to really react. So we'll like rapid my nephew, sh- it doesn't listen to me. <laughs> rapid shot. I'll let you take care of all of the cover stuff. I'm just going to roll. Okay. And I'm not firing into combat here. Just shooting through us. Yikes. Wow. So we have an 18, a natural 1, and a 22. So uh, with the cover, all of those miss. Yep. <sighs> Three arrows fly by, one of them going into that trap area, hitting <clears throat> the wires, and the spears start going off again. Did Jessup get cover? Yeah. I would like to argue that he is Danny DeVito height. 
and that <laughs> clearly any man of normal stature could shoot well over Danny DeVito with no Danny challenge. <laughs> How tall is Danny DeVito? He is 4'10". 4'10"? Oh, that's amazing. How tall is Jessup? I think I did. Either way, so either way, you can't oh, argue okay. that. I don't know it why I envisioned that Jessup was shorter than Danny. I mean, he's shorter, but I guess he's not that short. <laughs> okay. Four arrows. For clarity's sake. Yep. So four arrows go by. Yep. That is Iden's turn, bringing us to Jessup. Oh, this is not going well. Looks at Frampton and goes. I don't know if we can take this. We might have to run and hide. And then Jessup will run. Potentially provoking. Double move. And he gets in between. Okay. Kind of with his back back to the golem. Kind of trying to cover Kieran. Okay, so you... I must protect these washboard abs. Okay, so you step forward and interpose yourself between Kieran and the golem. We'll see how that works. The golem's turn. Its head this time does a 360. So it surveys all the way around its surroundings. I'm going to roll a die here. Okay. Odds. How we've usually done odds in the past. It steps this direction, seeing Frampton in clear, oh. clear line of sight I, now. I've done nothing! <laughs> and it will take one attack at you. My backup's only half finished! <laughs> I mean, enough that I could I could technically play it, but... Was anything like Josh, he has, like, missing ranks. And... I was gonna say, he's not missing ranks, he's just missing feet. So I could, I could live. I could live. <laughs> I, could, I could live. Who needs feet? They're unnecessary. I'm he's just, just gonna take the feet. extra skill focus feats anyway, so no big deal. <laughs> oh, exactly. Well, mine is seventh level, so I'm gonna have to work on de-leveling in the middle of this stream. Right. So, does a twenty-three hit? It does. Oh okay. boy. You take <laughs> six points of damage. You feel how dejected he was by that? He scuffed. He, he scuffed. It. He guaffed. He, yeah, he yeah. Or yeah. goffed. Or whatever you call it. Guffawed. <laughs> he quaffed. He rolled his six. He goes. Quaffed. Yeah, terrible damage. Terrible. That is its turn. It is now your turn, Frampton. Did it a stop? Did it stop attacking Kieran because of Jessup, or do I not know? Uh, you don't know. It's, it kind of turned and... its head around, and it saw you there. It saw both of them there. You're not sure if it attacked you because Jessup was in the way, or if it attacked you because it was just choosing between two possible targets. I mean, you as a player know, but. Uh, I guess we'll give it an attack. No, run! I said run! No! Oh, run. fuck! Ah! Jessup shouted at the turn to run! Frampton no, starts, Frampton, Frampton Frampton clearly starts seeing, like, oh, yeah. the visions! The visions! And he, yeah. like, five foot steps back and then withdraws? Can he no. do that? So you can't, just full you can't five foot step and withdraw, but you can just do a normal withdraw. The first full square withdraw. on a withdraw does not provoke. 
Brandon, you're right. You did say okay. it earlier. Yeah, right. That. Before before I ran away, Justin, I told Frampton to just hide, to just and hopefully hide. it would just get out of its range. Yeah. Okay. We can so actually, Frampton again. can get there. Yeah. You when can you, double move. Yeah. When you withdraw, you can move up to twice your speed. So you could go sixty feet if you Good, want. Now he just I'll go here. Okay. <laughs> Next up, we have Kieran. Oh goodness. Uh, Kieran will double move back down the hallway. Yep. Okay. That was a lot of that was a lot of spells to expend there, Sarah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm trying okay. to not die instantly. I know. Yeah, I know. It's great. Top of the round, we have Aiden. Maybe we can fool it again. He's going to double move. He's going to go at half speed as he tries to sneak away. What arrows? <laughs> okay, we'll see if I allow that stealth check. Meanwhile, Justin's just doing jumping jacks. Like, hey, look at me! Look at me! I'm winded what? after two. It is Jessup's turn. Oh, it's... jumping no jacks arrow. are a move action. That's true. You show it's me that rules. Is... Jessup will move. He will interpose. One movement. Second movement. Jumping jacks. Okay. He'll be like, hey, go go to your home. Go to your cove. Oh, okay. He's like a teacher. Like, let's try to train a dog or something. Like, go over there. <laughs> go over there. Come on. He's not so... going to do it, but uh, I'm going to roll it just because I want to roll. That was even worse. Yeah, so... You roll a diplomacy check or intimidate or whatever you want. It doesn't seem like it's really taking orders from you. It is now the golem's turn. It looks down the hallway past you. Uh, Its targets have moved out of its range. It spins its head around and looks down the hallway. It starts moving here, down the hallway. And it looks down that direction Chase her all the way around. Pancaked on the wall! Pancaked on the wall! I don't take up both my feet! Yeah, look at that. He doesn't even have line of a sight. He looks down uh... the hallway. Or, yeah, he he looks down the hallway. And stands there for a while before slowly making his way back this direction. That's his head. Such a stinker. Is there a kill switch for this thing? That's by the books. Jason didn't cheat anything there. Uh, By the books, it didn't have line of effect. Only in that square. I moved it to the (laughs) best. I knew if I moved it here, there's no chance. So I moved it down here, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. But if you had literally gone any of your other reasonable-ish choices, it, it would have been able to see you. It's literally that square alone that you were fine with your movement. We are now moving back to Frampton. Frampton. Um, do you stay where you are? Do you move further in? What's the where are you going? I'll just stay where I'm at. Okay. Kieran, no, it is your I, turn. I run up here to put us in the most difficult situation possible. <laughs> Kieran's Start just singing symbols. He's 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 gonna delay. Okay. <laughs> Top of the round, it's Aiden. Will also delay. Oh, he can whisper to to Kieran. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, let me chart the distance yeah. here because at this point you're pretty 
pretty yeah, we might far not have away. good reception here. Yeah, to check it. <laughs> no, you're you're the within 150 feet. <laughs> you're you're like 130 feet away, so you can still get there. Sorry, yeah. you're breaking. Are you going through a tunnel? I can't hear you. <laughs> uh, Karen, did did you get away? You could just hear like <sighs> heavy breathing. Karen, I think you're breathing into the mic. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm gonna have to put you in AFK if you're just gonna be sitting there doing nothing. Uh, still like 10 minutes, bro. You get there. He doesn't know that this thing left. For all he knows, this thing is still coming down the hallway. He's not gonna be like, oh, I'm fine over here. It's fine. Just come back. Everything's fine. Is that what he says? No. Oh, he says that? Oh, no. okay. He's oh, not okay. responding. Let he me can roll another hear you, but check he's on the like. Goal. Okay. No, he didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. Uh, he hear, uh, he's got bonuses to hearing breathing heavily. Yeah, right. Yeah, so Aiden, what you doing? No, he delayed. Oh, oh delaying. Okay, I missed it. <laughs> yeah, Moving he was just free and like being like, "Yo, you good, bro?" Back to Jessup. Uh, Jessup will uh, kind of speak loudly, loudly for everybody to kind of hear and tell the golem. Uh, I think you should get back to your pedestal, because I think you have disengaged. Okay. And Moving then he on. Uh, messages quickly um, to Kieran to let him know that his uh, extended car warranty is about to expire. Okay. Moving on back to the golem. It continues its path up this direction. Just applied. He's a liar. Looks down the corridor. He doesn't see anything. Turns back after a short while and goes back onto its pedestal. And we will drop out of initiative for now. What are you all going to do? I think if we rinse and repeat exactly what we did previously with the dagger and the traps, we should be okay. No consequences. I think it goes without saying. We have to quiet still. You okay there, kid? Yeah, I'm fine. Give me, just give me a minute. Is there still banging at the door, Jason? <laughs> no. Good thing I breathe outside. I think we got two mirrors. are outside. <laughs> Get some fresh air. Okay, well, uh, we can kind of go try this back again if you'd like. I did remove <sighs> the lever down in the position that didn't activate the trap. Okay. You so, move uh, the lever back to the down position. Alright. Jason, Kieran, I, I've moved the lever down. It should be safe and quiet now for you to get the key. I will, uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go back up here. I'm going to stand, like, right in the center. Okay. Now, see, in most games, Jessup, body blocking is frowned upon, okay? Yeah. Oh, no, I have it so many times. Nope. <laughs> pretty pretty low-level strat right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, it, I remember, my character's fluffy. He's got a big hitbox, Jason. I'm just right, saying. Right. <laughs> he does take up the five foot square. Hey. <laughs> Whoa. 
He's as round as he is tall. Okay, so, so Jessup's moving in front six, of the golem. Five yeah. foot six foot round. Five foot six round. <laughs> You're basically <laughs> the boulder from Lost. <laughs> Kieran's heart is still racing. He kind of, like, out of desperation was just casting magic, I think. It wasn't, like, he oh, got yeah. caught completely off guard. Didn't think that was going to happen because he thought, like, oh, we... You know, I haven't walked by without the cloak, so I'm fine. And then all of a sudden, this golem comes storming out at him, like right up in his face. No, so he's that like wasn't trying to. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, yeah. what Kieran's going through right now. He's trying to still his heart. And so he'll say, he'll whisper under his breath. I don't know. Can you, you can choose not to say message, or they just hear everything that you say. No, you can choose. It's selective, I believe. I all have right. to read the spell again, but. So he's going to, just in case, he's going to whisper. To himself in draconic and he says Aijin I hope you're right about this and he will move forward into the alcove okay you step forward the lever is in the down position but that's just what Aiden said he lied no yes <laughs> all along Jason and I have been working together Aiden's been Malthurie the whole time <laughs> it turns Jason. out Aiden's like, that's the last time you make fun of my age! Right, yeah. Jessup, you look on your back and you notice the green cloak's not there! <laughs> also, the my cat is sitting you. right in front of the chat and I can't see a thing. Message, okay. Um, so, yeah, so you move into the uh, alcove. You kind of have to move some of the wires out of your way to make your way forward. It's almost like a thin spider net going forward, but you're able to make it to the back without setting off the trap. <laughs> Sorry, we've got some cat bathing action right from the camera. Nice. Okay. So, I will move up, and then gently lift the key off the hook. Okay. And I'm readying an action to pull it out of here. I know you can't ready outside of initiative, but just you, Flavorfully, I'm readying to skedaddle. You lift this bronze key off the hook, and as you do, the hook itself kind of uh, hits like it it uh, depresses, like it it goes up a little bit, and you hear a clunk, but nothing else happens. And you make your way back out of the alcove, holding this six-pound, eighteen-inch key. Of course it's six pounds. Is that in the book? Let me just read here. The key is 18 inches long and weighs six pounds. They did that on purpose. You That's know they did. so dumb. You know this they did. This book is dumb. <laughs> Stick. Well, oh, jeez. They gave those gloves as one of the items and some guy's like, oh, you're such an idiot. Yeah. Six pounds. <laughs> six pound key. Uh, all right. Yeah, so... Uh-oh. I still stand by that two casters using Mage Hand should have been able to lift that key. <laughs> Ten pounds, yeah. Ten pounds. Uh, I can't right. hear you guys. I think you can hear me, but I can't hear you. Which is kind of important. Not the really. opposite of what we want. Yeah. <laughs> we want you to hear us, but us not to hear you. Hello, welcome back, everyone. Hi. Okay. Oh, you... Uh -huh. Uh, my camera, I was gonna make faces like I was saying something. Oh, y'all. Uh, but I turned it off. 
All right, so, so uh, Kieran is coming back here, and he's like, all right, I've got the key. Okay. Just kind of Jessup walks out. and I didn't size a... Good golem. Stay. They walk over this way, and then, of course, we do the miraculous escape yep. off, mage hand over, yada yep. yada. How Ocean's 11, 12, 13? <laughs> so, you guys bypass the golem. You have Missed one it. key. Bet well, we need the second one. 50% of the way down, but we don't know which way that lever's gotta go. And I'd rather not trigger the one up there, because that one doesn't have to get right up in your face if it's got a well, bullet. Well, that one uh, seems to apparently... It's anything like the other golem. Once you get out of view, it uh, doesn't attack, so perhaps you know, Kieran, if you want to keep the uh, cloak on, if you want to try to go get that second key, we can try to huddle up with our backs to these walls. Maybe just kind of line of sight him. Worth a shot, and Karen will Unintended. keep the cloak on. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I got that one. <laughs> so Jessup will go all the way to this corner. Right, and what's uh, what did those things say on that lever? Uh, if I were to read them right in front of me, I, I could tell you in a moment. The panel on the northern. I got it. Okay. <laughs> He's oh. like, gotta scroll up through the text. <laughs> the, the, <visions>. top one... <laughs> the visions. The visions. The visions. <laughs> the visions. The top one says a hundred arrows. And the bottom one says corners of prey. I think I'm going to move it to the bottom again. Yeah, I'd stay away from the uh, hundred levers, for sure. Right, but don't you think that's too obvious to have both of them? untrigger on the bottom. I think it's a mind puzzle. I think, I think we want it to be on the top. 50-50 shot. If that is the case, Kirin, it is your life we are risking. I will do what you want. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I, you go, go ahead. I haven't a clue. And he's standing here looking and he's like, this this one does not look to have the wires, does it? Nope, you don't see any wires on this one. From right. what Aiden remembers, did he like what did he notice as far as it being trapped if it anything? Um I So yeah, so your perception was what could you have gotten? Thirty Okay. Yeah. So I think that's enough to get a general idea of how it works. Um When you were looking at it, it looked like there was a seam in the middle of the hallway that was a little bit thicker than the tiles usually have seams between them. Because, mm -hmm. like, I remember we, it was pressure plates over here, a hole in the wall on one of these, right? Or holes Well, in the both wall. of the hallways had pressure plates all over the place, uh, and the, the northern one had two um, candelabras that looked like bows with a bunch of arrows pointing out from them. Yeah. So he'll remember those details. And... Uh, I don't know for sure, Kieran, uh, but I really think it is the bottom one again. Alright, well, if I die, I'm coming back to haunt you. Uh, Jess uh, will whisper to Aiden directly, you can, if he feels better, just tell me to put it to the top one, and then do whatever you feel is right. Well, the only no rub need... with this one, though, is I don't know how to trigger this one without killing myself. Because the other one had wires I could try to trigger. This one? No idea. Uh, Aiden does have a ten-foot pole he could have given you. 
<laughs> Frampton look at it to see if he could disable it? You can roll a disable device check on it if you so wish. Would I have sure. to roll it up here, or would I have to roll it down you, here? Oh, you'd have to be at the trap to disable the trap. Oh. You know, like a trap. A trap! It's a trap! It's a trap! It's a trap bar! You can, roll, you can roll a disable device on any of these traps, but you can't do it, like, remotely. Where, right, right, but I'm saying, like, I have to be up here at the trap, not down here at the lever. Correct, yes. Okay. You could disable the lever. That might you, not so help you at You all. disable the lever and just the traps start going off, like, without <laughs> stopping. The golems come out and... Somehow trolls we're, we're magically stuck in teleport in. <laughs> um, so Frampton wizard go down Wait, to... Hold on, Frampton. Oh. You're going to request Kieran to pass you the cloak first. Oh, I was going to tell Jessup what I was doing so she could he could tell okay. Kieran. You, well, can, talk you, can, you can talk you can... right to Kieran. Yeah. They both oh. have a message. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, gonna... the only person you can't talk to is me. I'm well, going you to... can because you're in the same room. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, but... I'm going to assume but... anytime you guys move by at a like a one-by-one one thing that you're doing that, so... Okay. okay. All right. I don't Glad know how benevolent you patient. are or not. Uh, oh, yeah, I think I might be able to help you with this one. Uh, let me see if perhaps I can disable it. Uh, I, and... I like this plan better. I, I put more trust in Kieran's skills than my knowledge. I mean, Frampton's skills. Yes. Well, That's that makes I one said. of us. He know what he said. <laughs> I'm flattered. I'm flattered that you think I have skills item, but unfortunately this is outside no, my wheelhouse. Uh, yeah, just spellcraft that trap. <laughs> Where did we land on the whole take 20 vis-a-vis? So you, you cannot take 20 on traps because there is a That's distinct right. fail chance. Failing chance. is bad and can hey. happen. I believe my... you can still take 10, but you don't know what the DC is. <laughs> All the while... Fair? The lever is still down. Just, just okay. The lever is down. Okay. I mean, worst case, if Frampton fails, then Kieran will be able to see the trap sprung on Frampton's face and not his. And he will get to meet Justin's great new backup he's been working on. That so, is true. Uh, I'm yeah. pretty excited about it. And it pops out of one of the coffins. It's an, <laughs> un- <laughs> it's an undead engineer. It's an undead. <laughs> it's an undead dwarf. It's an undead dwarf. Yeah. Looks surprisingly yeah. like Orin. <laughs> surprisingly like Orin. He okay. busts open out of uh, So I'm gonna straight. I'm a gambling man, so as per usual, I'm gonna straight roll it, and we're gonna see what happens. Okay. Oh, and just yeah. so I know, you're wearing the cloak now, right? Yes. Okay. Oh great! Go ahead and roll you're your gonna die, Kieran. Oh, oh, my, oh, oh my goodness gracious, oh, good job. Oh my goodness. That Natural is fast. 20. So you are able to successfully step forward. <sighs> so this is how it goes. You step forward into the area and you feel the floor beneath you kind of cave like a centimeter ever so slightly. But it doesn't drop out. You take another step forward, another step forward. You, you can feel a little bit of vibration in the ground as you step. It's, it's loose. You look forward and you see the hook that the key is hanging on. 
above where the hook meets the wall, there's a little gap. And you're looking at it, and you get the idea that as soon as you try to move this key and this hook comes to the up position, this floor might drop out underneath you. So you take some random cloth or items from your pouch or backpack and you kind of stuff it into that hole and you get the idea that as long as you've blocked that area you should be able to pull the key up without the hook triggering okay that makes sense yeah so it basically blocks it from triggering the the hook okay cool trap cool trap uh exactly as i anticipated we're good uh yeah he will like kind of shake his his palms like because they're sweaty like (laughs) calculated grab the key at least this place is right stressful uh yeah frampton will grab the other key and then we'll make our way back and i guess as i get here i'll throw the cloak back across the (laughs) the way you have both keys and you all reconvene back in the middle here here uh frampton just a thought and maybe this isn't the best but do you do you think we should try to disable that other trap in the hallway just in case we need to make a quick escape you know if there's something in the vault it's unsavory perhaps if we need to get out quickly and the other way is blocked perhaps maybe it's a bad idea i don't know but she talked about the traps that would feasibly be here yeah yeah the millions of arrows or whatever I I said was there. I don't I, yeah. I don't want it to go off prematurely and injure you, but I don't know if yeah. that's Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Let's let's head back up and take a look. And I, I guess hearing that conversation will move the lever to the opposition. Okay. Alright. Lever is now in the up position. Frampton is going down the hallway to take a, a look cloak. at that other trap. <laughs> He has you have cloak. a cloak. Okay. Yep, you have the cloak. Over and and then I will take said cloak. So you're going with him? Okay. Yep, just as okay. backup moral support. I was going to say, what are you going to do to help? <laughs> well, just in case, I don't think any of us should split up completely. I imagine Kieran's just standing behind Frampton, like, fist pumping the air, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Kieran, yeah, just a hype now, man. <laughs> he, he just realized now that he still has been holding the wand and he has like such a tight grip on it that his knuckles are turning white and so he like relaxes his palm and like puts the wand away subtly without and then okay. he too wipes his palms on his pants. Alright. Going with the rope. Ooh, nice. Okay, so we All went right. from wow. a natural wow. twenty disabled device to a natural nineteen disabled Goodness. device. I mean that's weak. So you step forward and you see the like uh, torch uh, holders, the candelabras on either side with all of the arrows. And you're able to pretty quickly distinguish that they're just decoys. Those don't do anything. They're meant to distract you from the holes in the wall that are actually behind you in this area. Oh my, are you telling go me off and kill that if he had failed and it had gone off, would it have hit me? It would have gone down the hallway. Okay. 
I just think you you hit the you do the wrong thing, and all of a sudden Kieran gets pierced against the wall right behind you. Gets pin cushioned behind yeah. him against the wall. And so you just take out, out you take out some harder pieces of material this time, and kind of jam them with the with the pommel of your uh, rapier or dagger. You jam them into the holes very tightly. So even if you were to trigger the trap, you're pretty confident that whatever is supposed to shoot out from there would get blocked and either get destroyed or just jam up. Right then, I think I've taken care of this one as well. You are incredible, Frampton. I'm so glad that we've got you along on this. Oh, I know. And he'll scamper back. Alright, the sooner we can get out of here, the better. Okay. And then we will do the whole... Handy offy the cloak. Yep. You have disabled three of the four traps at the fourth trap you uh, didn't need to uh, bother with once you figured oh. out how it works. And you're all back in the center, both keys in hand. What are you going to do? All right, so I'm thinking, uh, you know, obviously it seems like these keys are the ones that open the door. If we can give it a shot. But I think the rest of us, one of us should wear the cloak and go up and try to open the door. The rest of us should hang back here until the doors open just to be sure you know in case the golems trigger to come out to see who's opening the door we want that person uh, to be wearing sure. the cloak i uh i i tend to vote you know rampton or i you know two that are good at being able to see traps just just in case there's traps on that door too you never know what these uh two rangers in here uh, i am willing to do it but i have to ask as well and he kind of motions towards the sarcophagi. How do we feel about taking anything from the corpses? I I don't like the idea of that. I understand that there are religious hang-ups about it, and I don't want to offend anyone. Um, it's not religion that's hanging me up about it, it's just I've heard my fair share of the dead coming back, and I don't want to give them a reason to. I, I don't know a lot about undead, but I was taught they have to have an improper burial or, or something awful happened to them. These two seem to have been buried with honor, but I don't know what is best. I'm trying to think if it is better to be resourceful or to respect the dead, and I don't well, know what choice to make here. Two things. I think one, we should probably uh, just respect them. Uh, two, with all the traps here, do you think maybe disturbing those sarcophagi uh, is probably a good idea, especially with uh, Harry and Larry and the golems over there? I will err on the side of caution. There are different circumstances, perhaps, but I value honor above most things, and I really have no desire to dishonor these bodies by stealing from them. I say let's let these uh, four rangers be. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. So do you all make your I didn't way... just like peeks underneath. <laughs> the three of you make no. your way back to the iron door. I think and I know. Iden's like, haha, little. I think I know what, why Iden wants to look in there. I think I know. Great sword. That one's got a bow. Iden, the other well, two's got two on it. Well, yeah, I'm thinking there's like a, a bow or something, and he is trying to work on his ranged. Nayari would have been like, 
screw this. I'm taking those axes. <laughs> They're mine. I think no. Again, the husband of, of Iden. When he said he's conflicted, he he really is. Like he's trying to think what would Sierra 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 or what Sierra Sierra do. Cereal. Cereal. Yeah, cereal. He's trying to think like because my understanding like resourcefulness wins. So this amount of parademanship, I'm not sure. Has he heard of this sort of honor and decoration for rangers' burials? Is this typical? Or these two might not even be rangers from his understanding of it. Uh, it's, with your knowledge, it's hard to say. Like, anything that you've heard has only been kind of secondhand from Aubrin, and these guys would have predated even her. Uh, cause she's only, like, 30. Uh, right. and these guys well, died at least 50, 60 years ago. Because it is conflicting, I think, for him personally, because his father was a pastor, or a preacher, right? Grandfather, I mean. Um... But I also think that the rangers that he idolizes are resourceful above all else. They don't let things like, you know, they won't commit great evils, but the moral hangups or superstitious hangups, it's not as important as staying alive. Kind of thing. Well, speaking so. of superstition, there is all of the warnings and cursings on the iron door. So, well, we haven't gotten there yet, but yeah. But um, yeah, if you just think about it, Sirio might have a completely different opinion than Auburn would. Right. Uh, and, that's, and that's what's running through his mind. Is he's, yeah, because I think there was all kind of rangers. And I think different. what... And not all a, rangers were good, not all were neutral. There might have been evil rangers. It's a diverse group. Mm-hmm. And I think that he is trying to figure out the sort of ranger he wants to be. And that's that's the lesson neutral he's evil. Today. Yeah, so he's going to open it. Okay. Roll strength check. Yeah, sure, no problem. No, I'm kidding. But uh, a mummy jumps yeah. out. Yeah, we we loot this place, leave successfully. I like, I gotta, I have to tie my shoe. I'll be right there. And then he comes out with a bow and some axes and stuff. Like, I, I, use... I think your your coat of weapons got heavier. Boy, I always had this. I just didn't know it was here. <laughs> got lost. I, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, Skier. Like an axe or something falls out of his back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that got this. Where did well, you get a plus five Vorpal axe? <laughs> my, I my, found it! <laughs> my suggestion is, Frampton, if you're willing to try the door, we'll hang back here out of sight just in case the golems look down this hallway. And then you can give us the all clear once things are hopefully good to go. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Troll bait as usual, and he'll step up. And... Oh, I'm nah, sorry. Yeah, I was it's... thinking Iden the whole time. I said Frampton. I meant, <laughs> I meant Iden because oh. he was the one that volunteered. That's my bad. That's oh. out of character. Frampton's also open to it, but yeah, that's fine. Kieran Whichever. specifically said Iden because Frampton had already like put his life on the line twice trying to disable traps, so he's trying to spread the wealth here. <laughs> okay. Um. He, while he was over there, um, was reading any inscriptions. There wasn't anything, just her name. No, there's no inscriptions on the sarcophagi. Just the images of, you imagine, probably their likenesses were kind of carved onto the top. He does his best to commit her visage to memory. Okay. You walk over to this iron door. You see the two keyholes in the side of the wall. Do you insert the keys? I would like to read what is here. Okay. Um, 
Looking over the door, again, you see numerous warnings and curses etched into the door. And again, this is an iron door, so they must have been like a metal, like a dagger carved in there or whatnot. Um, Promising only misery and death beyond or terrible fates will haunt any who enter. It's just a hodgepodge of different curses, different warnings all over the place. In in different hands as well. It's not a single script. It's different handwriting. Potentially different languages. I don't know what, if you speak more than just common. I speak only a few. Okay, Aldean, so there's Verizian. there's definitely some in Verizian, but there's others in languages that you don't read. I don't know. Kieran and Jessup, there are a lot of curses here, and I don't know if they are just words. Or if they have magic power, can you tell? And I'll roll Slowcraft's un... uh, It's not possible, but he's going to, just for flavor. I'll detect magic on the door and then also see... I doubt that I can... Because I only speak Draconic. That's different from Aiden, so... I will also inspect the door. Okay. Both of you roll Knowledge Religion. I don't have that. Can I roll linguistics on the writing at all? I don't know if that would um, give me anything. But... Knowledge religion? Yes. I, okay, have I religion. will roll a 27. Okay. I will I roll will... I will whisper, okay. I will whisper just to Brandon what insight you might get out of this. Yay! So... Insight! And with just as bluff, you will never know. Yeah, so I have it. Hey, you got in the accent pretty good on that one. I have you written up there. So that's that's the that's your take on it. And we detect magic. Does nothing. Nope, you don't detect any magic. I uh, kind of looking at these. I I don't think that the. Uh, engineers were really crafty when it came to, like, curses or anything like that. I, if you want my honest opinion, I just think it was some people that were just scratching stuff on the walls, maybe trying to spook anybody that maybe was trying to come in here. You think it wasn't the rangers that did it? It, better, it could have been the rangers, but I think it was just, uh, rangers just bored out of the gourd, just wanted to spook some people. Interesting. Out of the Given the success of the traps prior, I wouldn't be surprised if it were actually cursed. Uh, I mean, I don't think so. A lot of the, uh, I mean, think of all the traps we've uh, encountered so far, even these golems here. They're, they're, I mean, the types of machines and things. Uh, I just meant it was a good bluff. As he goes and looks at the keyholes. Oh, oh, I I see what you did there. Well, I'm going to step back, though, just in case. But I mean, trust me. Just in case. I'm going to get back here. Okay. So I'll step back as Aiden moves forward. Which key do you put into which hole? Well, I was going to ask. Obviously, we would have kept them separate. Um, And the one from the top, I was wondering, is there any indication, any symbols? Is there like a bow? Is there like axes? Is there like, uh, it looks like it would fit in one or the other? It's just two holes side by side in the wall. Are the keys different colors? Nope, they're both bronze. And 
and are they identical? They have different, so they're both very intricate with their etchings and and inter, uh, and uh, engravings and such. But so they're not identical. But other than the different like relevant key areas, they would be. Okay. So he will place the one that they got from the top side here. Okay. And the one that they got from the bottom side here. While he's doing that, just for whisper to uh, tell Frampton, you know, I don't know, I get this funny feeling that we almost have to turn both keys at the same time. Why don't you go help? I. Yeah, all, all right then. Mander on up. Okay, so the two of you each take a key, and yep. you go to put the keys into the holes in the order that Josh said, and they don't fit, so you have to switch them, and then they go in no problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bit of fun little uh, flavor there. <laughs> that's, that's good. I like that. Uh, Is that real, or did you just? Make I that just. Up? Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. I just thought it'd be funny to throw in a little bit of thing there. But um, you're able to put the keys into each of the uh, respective uh, keyholes there, and you both turn the keys, and you hear a rumbling and a turning of gears inside of the wall as uh, uh, inside of the stone wall as the iron wall door begins to retract into to the south into the wall and I'll kind of reveal it so you can kind of see what's going on here did Cyrus die for everyone else? Nope. I still no. have it oh I heard a door open cool sound effect I just noticed it was dead and then when you activated that sound it came back I don't know what the ending of that was, but... <laughs> There's someone with a very badly tuned violin on the other side of it's, this It's door. The Legend of Zelda, just a... I don't know what this one is. This one's probably more appropriate. Yep. Well, that's ah, good. Yes. Yep. Can you that restart the background music for me, Sarah? Yep. I just realized yeah, that's, it was uh... That noise is pretty much identical to what you hear as this door slides across stone into the wall. And you can see on the map there, there's a big alcove where it slides out of the way. And you look forward to see... I'll read what you see in here. Tidily arranged boxes, chests, and sacks line the shelves of this low stone room while armor dummies and a weapon rack claim the floor space. A mural on the eastern wall depicts a host of, gray, of green and gray cloaked archers turning back a motley army of Malthuni soldiers, giants, and green-scaled dragons. Ooh. Yes. What do you do? There's like a mural. Yep. So there's boxes, chests, sacks, and shelves along the sides. There's armor dummies and weapon racks uh, across the floor space, and then a mural on the eastern wall. So on the back wall, it depicts a host of green and gray cloaked archers turning back a motley army of Malthuni soldiers, giants, and green scaled dragons. Karen's going to like trace images on the mural with his hand. It explodes. Again, like... No. Oh. 
<laughs> it was a trap. Take, You're dead. Take 40d6 damage. Um, like, if, if there's dust, he's just, like, wiping the dust off yep. while he looks at the image. There's a thin layer of dust. Once again, Aiden is, is focusing in on the images of the rangers, looking at each of their faces, and the equipment that they're wielding, and the, the gear that they have, and just, you know, really soaking in the image of, I mean, these are his heroes. Yep. And know. as I'm sure Aiden is not surprised to see, it's a very diverse group. The cloaked figures, there's some that look to be the size of halflings, dwarves, elves, <laughs> humans. Uh, all of them have either a short bow or a long bow, but the other weapons are very diverse. There's people who have two daggers, there's one with a long sword, you even see one with a great sword, there's some with axes. It's a very diverse group, as you know the rangers are. Um, yeah. whereas this the, is what Trudeau feels like. The band of Malthuni are all in the same garb, same weapons, very regimented. Um, yeah. I think Aiden is feeling a, a, like there's a sense of pride that begins welling up inside as he looks upon this image and, you know, ah. it further cements who he wants to be. I think I've heard of this story before. He gets Can all I... that from a, a banner? Can I roll knowledge to see if I know anything about this? Um, sure, you can roll knowledge. Uh, history. Uh, before he does, I'm going to cast um, heightened awareness. Okay. <clears throat> that's uh. Yeah. Well, yes, there's a wand. Oh, okay. Yes, I'm sorry. Use so the yeah. wand to cast heightened awareness. <laughs> yes, I thought correct. he was just cast. It was like okay. Nope, I did that so then I can give myself a bonus and then I'll do my history. Yes, yes, I'm aware. Oh, crap baskets. Kieran is gonna burning hands all the stuff in here. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh so with a fifteen knowledge history you don't recall any specific event that this would be detailing. Um you can't think of any known battles that the Rangers fought where they would be fighting simultaneously an army of Malthoon, giants, and green dragons. You have heard stories, specifically from Sirio, of them fighting green dragons several generations ago. You, I mean, everybody knows that they fight Malthoon soldiers, and giants are not unknown to these areas, and they'll fight off monsters that threaten the people of Nirmathus. But your best guess is this is probably just like a a general a general mural. It's not depicting a, a specific event. It's kind of like an overarching, like, these are the rangers type of a yeah. concept. Look and behold their power and their purpose kind of thing. Yeah. I would have thought this uh, treasure room would be a little bigger for uh, all the traps and wonder. Well, maybe it's quality over quantity. I guess, well, full chest full of us, right? Okay. Hey, Aiden, maybe there's maybe there's a great sword in here. <laughs> I personally am hoping I find a pouch. Uh, yeah, you're, another... 
looking around. You don't immediately see a falchion anywhere. You can <laughs> you can try to look for a falchion specifically if you want. Jason says I, there was a falchion in here. I removed it. <laughs> <laughs> it actually says so right here in the book, but I didn't want you to take the critical feet line, so I removed it. But I'm the GM and I do what I want. <laughs> so I guess we loot the room. Okay. So you see a dozen, so again, armor, dummies, <laughs> and weapon racks. You're able to pretty much just immediately, just looking around, you see uh, a dozen long swords, two dozen short swords, three dozen spears, uh, what appears to be a very well-made great axe, um, a very well-made great sword, kind of in the corner, Dust kind of covering it. You have to look for it a little bit, but oh, you find something buddy. there. Oh, buddy! <laughs> you find two well-made long spears. Basically, well-made meets masterwork, by the way. So, masterwork, yeah. great axe, masterwork, long spears, masterwork, great sword. Um, the armor stands are dressed with two suits of masterwork hide armor, a suit of magical armor appears to be some sort of leather a oh. suit of non-magical but green scale banded male armor oh. uh, you can roll a in a hmm, I would say knowledge arcana or a praise check on that one ooh a praise he's just throwing that out there for you Josh yeah 23 Hello. Arcana. Okay. So Kieran, with the Knowledge Arcana, <clears throat> is able to identify oh. that this is uh, Green Dragonhide Banded Male. Oh. Um, so again, Magical Armor, Green Dragonhide Banded Male. Jessup, with a 30 Arcana, you're able to identify these scales as well. Dragon scales. Um, the shells... This is from the... The shelves contain 300 days worth of trail rations if you wanted to stay here for a while. Um, there's a small lockbox that does not appear to be locked, and it contains 400 gold pieces. Uh, you find an iron pot that contains four flasks that are each magical. So, four magical flasks. Or do they appear the same? Yes. Okay. You find a magical longbow. <laughs> you find a gray, uh, a green stained box decorated with dragon's teeth. You can roll an appraise check on that item to determine if it is worth anything or not. So okay. Frampton gets an appraise of 10. Aww. We've got a 9 from Kieran and an 11 oh. from Jessup. Okay. You know what? I feel like I'm missing out on a party. <laughs> it's worth money. 16 <laughs> from Aiden. Um, Aiden, you have the highest roll there. Best guess you have is this is probably worth 125 gold pieces. Yeah, Aiden doesn't have a strong concept of money anyway. Um, but it contains... Four potions that oh. are magical, 
and a ring that is magical, and ten arrows that are magical. Like I just claimed half of this room. If not, I did not. I did not. I did not claim anything. It's fine. We're just so, great sword. Ooh. Magical bow. Ooh. Arrows. Chainmail or the, the the green dragon skull armor. Ooh, Farting, that's yeah. fine. Ooh. You guys can have the ten regular long swords and <laughs> I'll take no. all the magical stuff. No, you can't have that. That's for Mist Home anyway. Jessup, do you like this masterwork long spear? So there were a series of magical items there. If you wanted to go through and roll some spellcrafts, you can attempt so. Now, if yes. there's four potions that are that look exactly the same, does that mean we have four attempts to figure it out? No, because no. they're all the same. I will roll them this time. How many? How many spellcrafts do you need, Jason? Uh, so if I'm counting correctly, oh yeah, I didn't write that in the list. Uh, I think that makes it six. Because there's magical armor, magical bow, potions, ring, arrows, and then the flasks. I think there were six different items of magical. We will do them in the order of the book. I will roll six in a row to aid. Okay. So you aid on all but the second. Pretty good rolls. Uh, Jess will just take take tens, so that puts him at a fifteen for okay. eating. Kieran, so. so Kieran, the first roll. So looking, so order that they appear here is the magical armor first. So you get a plus okay. four on this roll to whatever you have. Okay. So I'm wondering. I have a plus thirteen. If I take 10, that's a 23, which is borderline if it would. With if two, with, with plus two or plus four on top. It'd be plus four. I don't know. This one. No, I don't no, know no. The 13 you... is with the plus four. Oh, okay. So I, don't know if nine. Can... I don't know if you can take 10 on spellcraft. I literally just did. I think to yeah, identify an item for ease. Uh, yeah. Got you. Well, I'll just roll it. Like Frampton always says, gotta be a gambling man. It's fun. Okay. I had I didn't roll to. You wanted Sarah add? Uh, I guess it doesn't make a difference. I say you can just add the into temp modifier uh, four. That's included. Um. Then it's just two less on the second one. Yeah, I'll just roll it, and we'll do the first one. We'll have four. Yep. So on top of this, four. So only a twenty. 20. So a twenty. Trash. That will, so 15 plus the caster level, you will be able to identify plus one leather armor. Okay, so let me just plus one leather armor. Okay. Plus um, Next up is the so the green dragon hide banded mail was not magical. Skipping that is the flasks. The four flasks. Okay, so that's worse with an 11 natural 2, so that's 15. 15. Uh, base DC is 15, so you're not able to identify the flasks. Uh, this right. one will only be t- plus 2. That one was plus 2, I thought. That one was no, plus this... 2. Oh, so then that would have been a 13. Yeah. So no, was... why is that? Oh, no. I'm sorry, I, I added in the appraise. You're right, my bad. Yes. Yeah. Alright, so number 3. So this one does have a plus 4. 19. Yep. I don't know why I can't roll double digits on these when you guys rolled like 
makes me so I did, mad. I didn't yeah. roll. So, no, uh, I'm just salty about roll Welcome to my life. So, six. 15, you're not able to identify the bow. It would be a 19, technically, but... Uh, 19, yep, not, a, not able to identify the bow. Well, let me read something real quick. This is why, like, I don't know if you can take... If you can take 10. Okay, actually. So, actually, I think that is... 19, I think, is the DC. So it's 15 plus... Uh, the caster level of the plus one, I I believe I looked this up before, is another three. And then the special quality on the item, it says caster level first. So even if I added them together, that only brings us to exactly a 19. Nice. So you're able to identify this as a plus one adaptive composite longbow. Oh, okay. No strength rating? It's Correct. Adaptive, adaptive means it oh, uses okay. your strength rating. Whatever your strength rating is, it uses that. Oh, so it's it's functionally just a plus one longbow using your strength modifier. Okay. So that was number three. So number four is going to be where spellcraft. So number a four is the potions. Twenty one. Twenty one. I believe that is enough. I think this is a first level spell. These are Ooh. potions of remove fear. Oh, that thunder! Did my, yeah, do you feel that one, Justin? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I my house shook. Yeah, that was a big one. Okay, potions of remove yep. fear. Four potions of remove fear. Oh, I guess the quantity is necessary. Okay. The next one is the ring. A 23. Uh, I'll have to look up this item because that's... Well, actually, <laughs> I have the DC right here. 23 total? Yes. You are not able to identify the ring. So good. What's the point of having a plus nine, plus 13? The final item are the 10 magical arrows. I, the highest wow. I rolled on all wow. six of those was an 11. Glad we know so, what those arrows are. You're welcome. Why do we know what those This is why you brought the sorcerer along. Why do we know the arrows? So what is the <laughs> total on the last one? 24. 24. Oh my, yeah, no. Uh, you are not able to identify the arrows. I mean, that sounds like Dragon's Bait or something. The, it's um, gotta be, right? Yeah, it's gotta be. It's because they gave us a plus one bow. What are they gonna do? Give us plus one arrows? Shut up. They did reference that there were <laughs> thoughts of items in here that could help slay dragons. So I would imagine, especially with uh, the drawings of archers, that would be the case. But you know what? We're not even gonna identify those. Why waste a roll? We're just they're dragon main arrows. That's what we're going to use them as. That's what I they are. would love for you to move forward under that assumption. Yeah. All right. So, we, I, I'm fine with it. Serio said we were going to find dragon killing items. It sounds to me like these arrows were made for killage. Bad. They are plus five greater dragon bane slaying arrows. Infused with the holy energies of all of the good aligned deities, Arastal, Desna, Sarenray, Iomade, they all came together. Yep, plus 30 to hit and damage against all the enemies. Yep. For the flasks, can can I do an alchemy check on those? These would be considered wondrous items. So, no. But we could perception the potions. I will. We already um, found out what those were. Oh, yeah. Those are removed um, here. 
We have a lot of stuff in our inventory that we don't know what it is. Yeah, I'm moving to a color coding system so that we've got seven, nope, six things now that we'll just have to continually every day try to identify. And I'm curious to see if we'll get to the end of this entire campaign and still have items that we haven't identified. And what was to be fair, not the metagame, but we could just sit in this room until they were identified there was how many we'll trail back. rations Cheers, that, like, we're back. not leaving until that, we figure out what these until items we are figure out what well, that's the thing are. like they say in game is that they have all these trail rations but it's like how yeah. much water do we have don't worry about it uh don't worry about it i can create water you're, you're the one that said oh, we could just sure. recycle my body sweat so you told me i wasn't allowed to do that <laughs> ah, gross <laughs> um justin i will allow you to attempt it it's just i'll, I'll increase the dc okay What's he trying to do? He's trying to use, okay, 14 on craft alchemy. You're not able to identify what the flasks are either. Yep. And you won't allow a perception, I'm sure, right? Definitely not, no. Survival? Nope. <laughs> no. The, the justification behind perception to notice a potion is that even though a fighter might not understand the magical properties of a potion, they would know what a health potion looks or tastes like. Well, what color is it? Like happy. They are transparent. Oh, That's vodka. They are oh. flat. Clearly, just not water, potions, so by the way. Was right. They? Yeah. yeah, they're they're yeah All they're I know flat. is red ones heal health, blue ones heal mana, and purple ones do both. That's all I know. So, which items did you fail to identify? Um, we failed to identify the arrows, the flasks, the ring. Well, the pot of magical substance, strange the rod and the wand. Those okay, are the, so what, what are the three with. items in this set that you did not succeed on. You can roll a knowledge arcana check for each one to identify the school of magic if you'd like. Sure. I'll go flasks, ring, and then the arrows. Okay, so flask that. is a twenty-one. Okay. Ring you... is a twenty-six. Arrows are twenty-four. Okay. Because I couldn't have rolled a. 12, 15, 17. Trying to identify them. Were you aiding or the those are your own roles? I was just doing my own roles. Okay. So, um, only Kieran... Actually, no, it's half, half the caster level. So, the flasks only Kieran is able to identify as being a school faint transmutation. The ring, uh, both of you are able to identify as being moderate abjuration. Interesting. And the arrows, both of you are able... No, only Kieran is able to identify as moderate conjuration. So that's all you know so far. Interesting. Very interesting. But uh, you feel that you have looked through this area. You've, I assume, grabbed all the stuff you were interested in. You can divide what you've found, but you don't know what most of what you've found is. I mean, if I put on the ring, do you do you know what stats increase? I mean, how does that work? You have no work? idea what it does. Yeah. You just put it on, you have no idea? Yep. Right. Yeah. I, I wouldn't advise it, but... You never know if an item is cursed. Yeah. That happened. Unlikely. So in the mummy's mask AP that the uh, Final Spoilers, spoilers, doing, spoilers. 
spoilers. They found. I'm not saying what the item is. I'm just saying they found an item that does a thing, and one of the PCs was like, "Oh my gosh, this is perfect, perfect for me." Puts it on. It was a cursed item. It does the opposite of what they thought. So it gave them a penalty equal to the bonus they thought they were going to get. They were unhappy about that. (laughs) And part of the curse was that they couldn't tell people that they were cursed. Oh, that's awesome. So that's that's, that's the fun bit about putting on stuff that you don't know what they are yet. Alright, well... I hate to say it, but we don't know what most of this stuff even is. What what do you say? Do we have enough provisions where maybe we could just stay in here for another night and rest? We're all still looking pretty rough. Um, do we want to stay in this room so close to the... Uh, well, it's a good defensive position in case any non-rangers try to get in, I guess. Well, if non-rangers try to get in, they'll have to deal with the golem first. It's almost like they're acting as a bit of protection. And then perhaps maybe we can try putting our heads together tomorrow to see if we can figure out what some of this stuff is and if it's worth taking with us or if it's worth leaving here. It's not all going to fit in my haversack, so we'll have to pick and choose what's most important. I think that a lot of this stuff would be good for the people at Misthold. I know that we want to go to Fort Travale, but I am torn as to what is our best next course of action. Well, I honestly don't know. We haven't had great success with the rest of the forts. I don't know if it's worth reporting back to everyone. Make sure, you know, Serio made it back all right. I think, uh, yeah, I think we need to go to the last fort. Or at least that's what I'm going to do. Do we know the direction of the next, the other fort? You know the general area. Okay. You think we should go straight there from here? How many days or inconvenient travel would it be to go back to? Because I've never been to this camp with all these people. Um, Best estimate that you have two or three days to find it. I could cast some spells to make us get there a bit faster, but it would be a detour, Jessup. I know these woods, though. The other thing is, though, we've been away for quite some time, and if the hobgoblins have made it this deep into the forest, I hate to say it, but it's only a matter of time before they find that place. About that, Kieran, I have noticed hobgoblins keep showing up in places faster than me. And I know that I'm careful about my movement. But I don't know how they got here. Part of the mystery, isn't it? We didn't I... see really any corpses or anything, did we, Jason? Yeah, came her... in here. In the vault? No, outside of this. Uh, you saw skulls that had been hung up as chimes. They had made bedding out of like clothes and torn yeah. up stuff yeah. up above. Hobgoblins and humanoids alike. We didn't really determine if they were old trinkets, but we saw hobgoblins at Fort Riston. 
for the yeah, remains dead, there. Yeah, dead yeah. hobgoblins at Fort Riston, yeah. Which, and according to Sirio's testimony, they were there. I'm telling you, it takes way too long to travel through the Fangwood, especially somebody who doesn't know how for them to have made it from Feindar to there. Even with all of our detours of, of things prior, it, they would have had to have beelined it and gotten lucky. So, they also knew right where the forts were. All of that is kind of mysterious. Just so you know, uh, you left Mist Home on the 8th, and we are on, I believe, now the 3rd. 12th or 13th so it's been almost a week five days or so it'll probably take another two days to get back and uh the guy who was with herge the the wood chopper Vardalel. did he just stick Vardalel. did he stick with herge or did he go to mist home too herge uh, herge Sirio, and Vardalel all made their way to mist home herge as well yeah he said he'd he'd make sure that they got there. What a bro! So, who oh, wants to cast spending real quick? Oh, I'll get right on that. Yeah, I, I think that that would save us a lot of trouble. If you, if you would just cast sending or teleport, we would oh, right. I'll get right on that. You know, while I'm at it, I might as well cast Wish and just hope that all the hobgoblins suddenly die. You can do that. You're asking for a lot here. I'm just hoping for a you know, cast of Identify. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so, out of game talk, that's enough in-game discussion. We can come to what we say in character. What What are our thoughts, man? Like, what do we want? Like, what do you think our group would do? I mean, Kieran wants to stay here for a while, at least for another night, because there's some safety here, and even traveling, no matter which direction we go, it's going to be treacherous in the Fangwood, and we're all still kind of beat up. One more night is no problem to me, but... Uh... If Jessup's able to, like, expend spells and, like, do some healing and then healing overnight, then we could get in a decent spot to travel. What Kieran is, act, is is afraid of is like Fort Trevale, from what you guys have told him and what he's learned from Sirio, is kind of like the headquarters of the Rangers. It's like the the big fort of the Rangers, and so he's afraid that that could be like the base of operations. And Sarah metagaming thinks that's where the end of the book is, and Sarah thinks that we're gonna end up fighting a black dragon, and Sarah's not ready for that yet. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know about all of that. Even in-game and out-of-game knowledge, I can see that, but I also could see, like, we meet the rangers and we request aid, and that's the direction that this book goes, and we save the dragon for an allusion to something later. Hmm. Awfully optimistic of you. It's like, book two doesn't actually have a boss. Book two has a happy ending where you find the rangers, they're all fine at Trevale, and then you just... Or you don't. Like, you three. could also not succeed in garnering their aid. Um, we do just constantly feel the pressure of time, though. But it's at this immediate moment we are not struggling to survive at Mistel. That that is one thing that is partially true. 
our characters can relax a bit as far as how quickly we pursue things. We the think so. We don't know. Right. We met. This we saw owl bears like a mile away from the camp when we left. Right. So. Oh, Karen doesn't have any ties there, so he does not overly concerned about it. But like Sarah thinks that Jason's rolling on a random encounter table every day oh. that we're gone. And did we what? ever forget? Like, did we ever figure out that thing that flew away? Thing that flew away. The invisible thing. Um, you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't remember. Ye- that. So you didn't technically figure that out. Okay. Um, Invisible thing? Oh. Was yeah, I don't remember that. It was right before we met Kieran. There was like a, I don't know, a thing. We Wait. don't know what it was. Yeah, uh, like, you, yes. you found it's, two... It's, put, it's tracks just ended. You found like, two goblin bodies that had claw marks on them, and yeah. then humanoid feet leaving the scene before disappearing. Or was that Kieran? <laughs> that, was, that was Kieran. That was Kieran. Or was that Kieran? That was Kieran. Yeah. Was that Kieran? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was Kieran. He, he had used dust of tracelessness. That's why his feet oh. just suddenly stopped. Yep. Right. And that's why it didn't look like a, he was lifting off to fly or like yeah. a spell. Yeah. Just ended. Ah. He was invisible, so. Yeah. Got it. I was like, wait, what flying invisible thing? <laughs> um, Yeah, no, I mean, it is what it is, but Sarah's kind of concerned that there's stuff back at Mist Home, and I think though too that if they are calling all the rangers to like, so we've gone to each fort and we have found rot or destruction or chaos at each of them, but in theory, Chevalier could be on a timetable of if you get there quick enough, it's not all lost, you know. Yeah, but on the flip side, if we go to Chevalier and all die. Nobody at Mist Home has any idea. Right. We just never. I mean, we could have died here, and they wouldn't have yeah. an idea. Yeah, I mean, it's very yeah. true. It's true. It's just we've gone a week almost already, and with no report back to them. And maybe Serio and them will get back and be able to say, "Yeah, we saw them. Everything's fine. They're good to go." But um, Auburn didn't give us a timetable about how long she thought this would take, did she? Uh, no. She well. Just so you remember, she originally just directed you to Fort Nunder. Yeah, that was the only fort to. she knew about. Um, she didn't know the location of the other two forts. So you, when you originally left, it's it's um, up to you whether or not you would have left her with the impression that you would have come back immediately after Fort Nunder, or if you would not come back until you had met with the rangers. That's up to whatever you, what impression you would have left behind as to what she think thinks imp- you're doing. Yeah, I think she thinks, like, as far as, like, my understanding of their interactions and their way of communicating, that I didn't make it clear that he was going to try to not come back without Rangers. But if he can't, he'll come back sooner kind of thing. Makes me think, though, Fort Nunder was the destination. Fort Riston was a sidetrack that we thought would have been a better bet to find help. We've done what I think our our first inclination was. So I think Aiden would want to keep going, but also think like he wants to go and, and tell them exactly what's happened. He wants to bring these supplies. He wants to start 
Yeah, I mean, he mentioned it prior. He wants to start training the survivors to be able to defend themselves because he realizes he can't be there all the time. But one of the ways that he can establish that for himself, like the peace for himself to keep moving, is if they can at least do something um, should hobgoblins get close. You know, and this is enough weapons to supply everyone. And that's what Auburn had said was the biggest problem with that plan. It was like, we can tr train them to what? Punch people? Train them to hit people with sticks? What's that going to do? And so, I think he, he wants to go back at this point. And then go to Trevale thereafter. So, is Trevale like in a different direction? Uh, than Mistholm? Yes. Yeah, it's the opposite. So... It is so. If Mist Home is to the southeast, it yeah. Fort Trevale would be to the northeast. So not the opposite direction, at least not the diametric opposite direction. But gotcha. But north rather than south, same eastern direction. But yeah. But as far as if we were to beeline from where we are versus swing by Mist Home, with assuming he casts Nature Paths a couple of days, they might only be sidetracked a day from how. Like they would otherwise get there. Is that right? Uh, roughly. So it, it would probably take you two days to get back to Mist Home from where you're at. And uh -huh. from Mist Home, it would take you maybe three or four days to get to Fort Trevally. Yeah. Uh, and if you move from here, it would take you anywhere from two to four days. So you'd be a, a little bit behind in terms of number of days. Because another option is to go just, like, scout out Trevally and then double back to Mistome if we, you know, get information. If we find out that the rangers are there, then obviously, like, that's fine. But I'm just, like, now I'm kind of doing a 180 because I'm thinking back to when we were going to go check out Feindar and then we, like, did all this other stuff and then we're like... Okay, yeah, no, we actually need to go back and look at Feindar. <laughs> so now I'm like, are we supposed to go check out Trevale and then I do like other stuff? I don't care about what we're supposed to do. I... I'm not, I don't mean supposed to like what the book is saying. I just mean like, I don't know. I'll move you to the main map here. Joseph would vote to go to uh, Trevale. Yeah, Frampton would probably say the same. And honestly, if I'm if I'm being true to Kieran, he would say that as well. He doesn't have any ties at Mistone, so he wouldn't really see any. Not that he doesn't care that. about those people, but it's right. kind of a, if there's any grasp that he can find the Rangers to help the masses, that's what he would want to do. My question is: uh, If you go that direction, are you leaving the supplies here? to come back that's, later because there are the like I said, dozens of weapons uh, there were those other items that you found in the courtyard area different lumber tools sewing kits all kinds of stuff there despite what myths and legends will say Iden does not actually have an infinite cloak of many weapons that can hold uh, more than Guess four can guns. hold a decent amount if we can find a way to strap it but I guess I can Haul and carry, but haul and carry up to Trevale and then back down doesn't make a whole lot of logistical sense. No, we would have to go right back to Mistome. I think Jessup would want to go to Mistome 
Brandon's thinking about it where, yes, I would want to, or not Mr. I'm sorry, Trevally, I would want to go to Trevally as well, but based on what we've seen going to Riston and Nunder, I don't know if I have much hopes for Trevally at this point. Aiden hasn't lost that yet. Serious, serious. I mean, it's like we, we've we gone, I mean, besides the dead rangers I was found with, have we found any other living rangers besides Serial? Nope. Serial's no, the so. only living ranger you have met so far. Other than what's at Mist Home. There Robert are the no... Ranger. There's yeah, a there's former no ranger act- in Mist Home. Right. Yes. Retired and honestly pretty No, rangers up. are like the marines. You always, you're a ranger, you're always a ranger. <laughs> Well, she's blind, Once. so... She yeah, wears blind. her... Serial's got one she's leg, blind. what do you want? No, no. She's blind, yeah. she has a peg leg. No, she wears yeah. her veteran's hat every day, so you know. Yes. Yeah. Real quick, ranger. though, I would love a cleric with a removed blindness. Wouldn't that be a boon? Yeah. Too bad he had to go... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't talk about that. I don't want to talk about any of this blindness nonsense. <laughs> uh, I don't know, guys. Like, I... I'll, I'll defer to the party, but I just, in the headspace of Aiden, I think that he's conflicted and swayable here. I mean, a big part of him wants to go back to Mistle and give these people this stuff, and that's his charter. Like, his, his, as much as he is selfish about his pursuits and wanting to do things, it's all because he cares about people, he cares about Nirmathi, he wants them to be safe and to be able to experience freedom. So, these sacrifices and takes on himself unless he can get a huge payoff for the reward. And the thing is, if we go to Trevale and we get a lot of aid and we come back with even better news and supplies, that's great, but I don't know. Yeah, but also like you said, out of character, maybe we're on a timetable and if we were to head to Trevale now, maybe we could rescue rangers alive if there's bad stuff there, and maybe if we dilly-dally, then we'll get there and everybody's dead. One of the things to consider, we are very low on health um, without any significant way to heal that back up. Yeah, I mean, if we're not doing anything, I haven't haven't really spent any spells, so I could just blow through all my spells before bed. Like Kieran is saying, like, we need to stay here another night and see if we can rest up and head out in a better state tomorrow. You know what? What if we had a token bird feather? <laughs> uh... Nairi used that to make Iden feel better. Yeah, to get him out of his emo. Yeah. Sometimes Iden thinks maybe it was him that caused the party to... It was. Split. It was. It was. Absol- absolutely. Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> do you really do you really think that it wasn't your own stubbornness, the two of you? Come nope. on. No. Nope. <laughs> it was definitely you. Barry wasn't stubborn. Orn wasn't stubborn. So what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, can't Orn sling some heal spells. Yeah, go for it. I don't anticipate us leaving the cave today, so okay. don't gaslight me. So <laughs> I guess give me numerical values so I can Kieran is 22 out of 37, so I'm down 15, but I'll heal 6 tonight. 7, 8. I'll heal 8 tonight, so that would leave only 7 that I needed to be healed. How will you? 8? Oh, I'll heal 8, too. Oosh. So, 12 of 44. After a night's rest, I'll be looking (laughs) like that. 
Y'all kept so asking Frampton to do stuff, and I was like, yeah, sure, why not? He's got 12 health, why not? I so, can't go wrong. Feasibly, feasibly, like, don't waste any healing on me. I can sit at 30 out of 37, and I'll be fine. Alright, so let me sling some spells here. So I'll do... I have four level two spell slots. And I have cure moderate wounds, so I can use two on each of you guys. And use some of those on yourself, because you also are yeah. down. You are also the healer, so if you go down, yeah. that's uh, no no dice. No good. Yeah. Well, I have uh, pure light, so let's throw out some of these spells then. Alright. Slinging spells. Yep. I have one oh, charge I... of the wand that I'm saving just in case I go oom and I need to bring somebody up. I missed an opportunity. What, what a wow term, oom. Oom. Hey, Pretty just, those you know what it means. That is out of mana. It is a out common term mana. for healers in MMO games. If you well, are out I, of mana, I, uh, you can't heal. I mean, oom besides oom. cantrips. Oom. Oom. Okay. Hey, I love we my will. friends, man. so we will rest for the night i guess are we doing watches again um i mean i think we could all sleep i mean the door is closed and locked they so far as we know the trolls couldn't come in if they couldn't come in i don't know what else could wait can we open the door from the outside jason (laughs) we close the door and he goes and are your backup characters ready because you're going to starve to death yeah you're now starving forever I'd almost question Dewey tomorrow morning, have somebody with the cloak go by, open the door, see if we can get some trolls to come in, if there are any out there, run back through and have them come up to the Guardians. (laughs) Yeah. That's a great idea. And then Jason trolls us because the trolls are wearing the ranger cloaks. Just... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so are you taking watches or are you doing the keep watch spell again? Um... I mean, I could. I don't. I mean, if like Frampton wants it this time, so he can just stay up all night, or Kieran, if sure he does. Fine, Frampton will I stay can, up all I night. I can. I can take it too if you want, but I don't want to waste your your wand. But I'm willing to stay up with Frampton if it comes to it. It's up to you. I mean, I can just do. I just figure, you know, sometimes it just keeps one person up the whole night who's uh, very perceptive to be able to see, and you still get a good night's rest. I mean, mild insomnia, but it's a side effect. Well, as long as I can get my spells back, I'm happy to to do it. Just don't uh, do anything strenuous. Like uh, any of that working out. No, that's morning only. I, I'll leave nice. that for in the morning. So I'll uh, try to use this and uh, keep watch on Frampton. Try it again on Frampton. <laughs> Got him. There you All go. Right. Got him. And then uh, let's do Kieran here. Let's do Kieran here. Let's do Kieran here. <laughs> There you go. I was like, don't roll a natural one, and then Kieran's gonna end up sleeping. <laughs> I think, okay. uh, I think, uh, Aiden is very happy to get some natural sleep for once, because I was thinking about Keep Watch the other day, about how weird that must feel. Yes, you get a full night's nice rest, but he has been conscious for, like, 48 hours or something ridiculous. Like, how, how does that impact a person? I feel you like, know? you know when you've stayed up so long that you're no longer tired, but you just feel like you're going nuts. Like I almost feel like if you use that spell so many times, you just start becoming an insomniac. Like you just 
feel all twitchy if, and stuff, I would imagine. If you start switching to being, like, up all night and sleep during the day, like, if it messes up your circadian rhythm and uh, you just, like, can't, your body doesn't know when it's time it's to a, sleep. And when it's it's a good spell, and I figured Jessup would like it because of his traveling a lot, that if he's in a place that's really spooky, that he just is like, I don't really want to fall asleep, then you just kind of right. pop it, and at least that, with his or fantastic like, perception. But If you're having a great night at the bar, you know, and you know, so I like, keep keep going a little bit longer. <laughs> my fortitude is not that good, my friend. <laughs> okay. okay. Alright. So you guys so... situate yourselves. You determine who's going to be taking watch for the night and such. And you rest up. And you're resting up in this vault room, correct? Yes. Okay. You don't hear anything throughout the night. I mean, even if there were more banging at the door, it would be too far away to hear anyways. Um, But for the most part, it's a peaceful time that is past. And you come to what you hope is morning. It's you've been inside this vault for two or so days now. So who knows what time it is at this point. Um, But you wake up after a certain amount of rest and you feel rested. It might be the middle of the night when you leave, but. Kieran spent most of the night reading his book, but also um, writing. Um, he just had a couple of sheets of paper, and he just spent most of the night just writing. Okay. Maybe engaging in conversation with Frampton, or you know, just keep yeah. himself whatever. I didn't in the morning of his before his daily preparation of spells and getting around. Probably would have just spent a couple minutes looking at the mural and trying to, once again, absorb every detail. Don't forget to heal your hit points. Yep. Yep. Yes. yep. And then I don't, I don't want to bog it down, Jason, but we do have, like, a ton of items to try once again to identify, so I don't know Yeah, you if can, you... if you tell me what you're trying to identify, you can roll the check, and you can assume you get plus two from Jessup because he can take ten and meet that DC. Iden can also take ten and meet the DC? Um, meet a you, 10? Uh, are, yeah, uh, meet a 10? Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know if it. you had a... Okay, you have a rank in it, so you have a, a bonus. So you can do that as well. So It's his first rank, and it felt apt now that we have two casters in it that he would start getting some residual teaching okay. and observations. So yeah, just tell me what you're rolling on. Real quick, you didn't, we didn't have to find, like... I don't know, a hundred gold, just arbitrarily, a hundred gold pieces of incense, soothing incense in this vault, my chance. We just... You in found 400 gold pieces, but <laughs> the incense is in the sarcophagi. Yeah. Can I roll like a luck check to see if we found some 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 incense instead of gold? It's, uh, it's not a matter of luck, it's a matter of what I just read from the book in the treasure <laughs> paragraph. You're, you're sure, just because I have a particular spell that... Ah, uh, even more reason to not have them be there. Yeah, it just takes a hundred <laughs> gold pieces of, of incense, is the thing. And so, I don't, you could maybe get some from Veld. She probably has incense. Yeah, but a material <laughs> component pouch that only covers up to how much GP worth of <laughs> anything. Anything less than I think five fifty or five, maybe. Yeah, just a lot of arbitrary stuff. Should have taken a shoe materials or something. I don't know. That what wouldn't have helped. Do. 
That's true. So I doubt that I could do this, or it makes sense logistically, but I'm assuming I cannot take a 10 to aid as well as inspire competence as bardic performance. I mean, if you want to mark off rounds of bardic performance, technically you can. Okay, I just didn't know if I was aiding counted as a action, and then bardic performance is another action. I mean, you can well, start up the bardic performance, maintain it each round as a free action, and then take separate actions to aid. Well, I yeah. technically have lingering, so I could start it, drop it, aid, because that's effectively three rounds for every one bardic performance spent. Yeah, so... You could, for every one bardic performance you make, you can uh, you can also aid on two rolls. Because you have to spend the round to up bardic performance, and then it lingers for two rounds, at which point you could aid on both of those rounds. Okay. Then you'd have to spend another round to do it again for two more. So, and I think we have to identify how many? Six. So three. So three. Yeah. So I will expend three rounds of bardic performance then. Okay. So I'm just going to mark off all three. So I will inspire competence for spellcraft checks Kieran. Then I will aid obviously on all of those rolls as well. So she'll get plus four from me, two from Aiden, so she'll have a plus six. Yep. But but some of those rolls are not going to have the aiding, right? Because one round is inspire confidence with Aiden. No, he's... Aiden. Three rounds will get all six. Because one one round of bardic performance, then I linger it for two more. So he's basically saying, I start a okay. bardic performance, then I help you aid, then I, I help see. you aid, then I start a performance. So there's going to be a gap in between I see. us to time it. Okay. All right. So just tell me what you're rolling on first and then yep. roll it. So on my sheet, I have the arrows first. Okay. So this I have will that be DC here. 15 plus. Ugh. So it's only a 21. 21's not going to do it for the arrows. Here we go with our single digit rolls again, boys. What's next? Next is the flasks. Okay. Oh, there we go. That's a 31. Okay, I think that's enough. Um, If he says no, I would be happy and disappointed (laughs) at the same time. I know, but then I'm like, dude, what do you want from me? You identify these flasks as ungent of timelessness. So basically, when you apply them to an in it to like an object, um, so basically, I can I'll read it here. When applied to any matter that was once alive, such as wood, paper, or a dead body, this ointment allows that substance to resist the passage of time. Each year of actual time affects the substance as if only a day had passed. The coated object oh. gains a plus one resistance bonus on all saving throws. The ungent never wears off, although it can be magically removed. Uh, one flask is enough to coat eight medium or smaller objects. A large object counts as two medium, and a huge counts as four medium. So it basically just makes items last longer. Sounds like uh, Theros should have come here. Interesting. Okie dokie. Oh, yeah. So that we learned, so I can take that off. Um, the next one I have is the ring. Okay, I have the DC so for that. Plus six to this. Nice, natural one. Natural That's one. Super fun. Not able to uh, identify the ring. Uh, next is the pot, which is really high, so this is a shot in the dark. Uh, nope, 24. Oh, I don't remember what the pot was. Gosh, you were, I don't know if you've 
Grawl. Where did you find the pot? That was outside. Outside with the right. trolls. With the, oh, oh, with... oh, yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Let me... I have to look that up again because I need to see the... It's 15 plus the caster level. No, that's not, not going to do it. Alright, so then now I have the rod. It's next. Nope. 23. And uh, no. another natural one for the wand. <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. Someone else can do uh, it and I will aid them. You can take 10 on these as well if you think you can hit high enough. I thought I couldn't. I don't recall saying you couldn't. I don't know. There was like back and forth and then... Josh just, had I... mentioned something, I think. But see, nope. I, I'm i not convinced. Nope. I'm not convinced that a 23... Well, I guess... It'd be 25. Six, it'd be 25. I don't think that's high enough to hit some of those things. I some think it's of those, it, it, Some of those it definitely wouldn't. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where you almost take a 10 to get a baseline of where you think it is, and then you could try to roll, but at least it's like you have a better... I don't know. Hard to say. Well, we'll try again tomorrow. Basically, and moving I... forward, if you always say you just take 10, I'll tell you everything you know. And then the next time you can roll on the stuff that you wouldn't have known. All if right, you that's want to do fine. it that way. I don't care I'll how just... you do it. I'm just saying that that's an option. No, that's fine. I'm just salty because I literally rolled on every single one of them. Except for one single digits. And then two I'm, I'm going to tell you, I went back to the old ones too. So you've rolled 12 times. You've had three 10 or higher rolls. Yeah. It's... it's so everything's been a nine or less. That's how it goes. Hey, I was super salty. Like I said, when we got all those buffs and Jessup went to go do diplomacy on that one ghost guy and I rolled like a nat two when I had like a plus 16 or something stupid. Yeah. That's the name rolling. It's just on 12 rolls, though. It's like, if you look at it statistically, it should work I, sometimes. I, I told you guys about mathematical statistics and real-life roll d20 statistics are two separate different things. <laughs> the bell curve is not the same. So, All right, what's so... the party doing? No idea. Um, I'm going to cast the detect um, or diagnose disease again. Okay. Try, right. to try to take care of that. Use the healer's kit. So it's going to be... I mean, do you have to if, if you already have rolled to know what the disease is? Well, to get uh, the bonus. To get the... the plus four. I mean, I guess I, if you already got it last time, how would you not know if it's the same disease, I guess? Because uh, it's not it's not like a competence bonus or something, which I would say like you could maybe argue it keeps up. It's a divine or like a... What is it called? It's just a flat bonus. You gain a plus four bonus, so it's untyped. Yeah, I think he's just saying, like, the nature of the spell, like, it sounds like the spell gives you the bonus because the spell is telling you exactly what the disease is, so you'd know how to treat it. So it's oh, kind yeah. of like, if you know what the disease is, how does the spell help? Kind of a logical quandary. Oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, it, by that logic, he would always have a plus four for forever against that disease, which is obviously just not the purpose of the spell. Yeah. So go ahead and roll your fortitude save. Some things are just game mechanics. That's how it is. Again, I don't think you can fail on anything but a natural one, because you have like a... Like playing with fire. 
Ooh, so with the plus four, that's a 16 and a... Does the healer's kit help with checks? And if so, it's a plus two additional for the bonus to the fortitude save. And then here's the fortitude save. The Yikes. What, what were you talking about with the heal check? To treat... To, plus to treat four on the heal check? What? Because I had cast the spell. Or are you saying I can't cast no, the no, spell? No, no, no. I'm... You're, were you saying you get a plus four bonus on your heal check, or what What were you saying? Yeah, so he cast the spell, which the nature of the spell to identify the disease also has a clause that gives you a plus four on the heal check, which is used okay. to treat disease, and then the heal check to treat disease gives you the plus two on your fortitude save to overcome the disease. Oh, so the spell so doesn't give you a bonus on your fortitude save at all? No. 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 Okay. It's like a waterfall effect. Okay, right. I was misunderstanding that. Okay. So you, a you get the treat disease bonus, which is plus four, I think. Yes. Uh, yeah. Bringing your total fortitude to a 15. Yes. Uh, the DC for the uh, Trollhound's Bloodfire Fever is DC 14. Oh my gosh. That was close. So it was very <sighs> close. Um, but you are able to get two consecutive saves without taking any of the penalties. Wait, how? What? What do you mean how? Where did the... 11 plus 4 is 15. Wait, I guess that now I'm confused about how this works. So the spell gave him a bonus to the heal check, which was enough to get the heal check high enough to give him a bonus okay. to his fortitude save for the disease. I thought, which I thought gives the heal him... check was a plus 2, it's a plus 4. That's where I was confused. I, I thought he had a 13, not a 15. So no, I believe treat disease working. gives you a plus 4. Yeah, I just looked it up. Cool, cool. Oy to be fair, that is because you didn't give me a hundred gold pieces worth of incense. Otherwise, there's a another ranger level one spell that literally just you don't have a disease anymore. Good job. But I don't have that. So what's the party gonna do? I'm going to cast another spell. <laughs> All kinds of spells. Um, animal messenger. So in the morning, once we get outside, so this will be a little later, just as a heads up, he is going to convey to Auburn what we do. He'll conjure a bird or something like that. You can read the spell text later. It'll be stuff that can happen after, like, off, off session. But it does that. And I think the party's consensus was we go to Fort Chavale. And I know you mentioned this, but do we know how to get there? Yeah. I think we okay. have a rough idea. I, I'm asking the GM, Jason, do we know how to get there? I was reading the, his spell here. Okay. You have a general idea of where Fort Trevally is. So you okay. can head in that direction, and eventually you're confident that you will find it. It might take a little bit of searching around, but you know roughly where it is. Okay. All right, then. Uh, I guess we'll have to be careful again, just in case those trolls are still out there. I'm not sure if they would have left seeing their companions dead, but if they're still out there, we'll have to fight through them yet again. Should be a bit easier this time. We've got the aids of the wands that will help to stop them from coming back up. Just be Good idea. Guard. Maybe uh, you want to pass one of them wands over to my way, just in case? Sure, if you have a preference, there's burning hands or there's acid arrow both should be effective 
surprise me. <laughs> um, well, well, then tell me, tell me before I cast, because that would be a uh, you know, make or break it. All right, so one is acid arrow, two is burning hands. All right, so you get burning hands with forty-two charges. I will right. remove that from my sheet. And we're all using the cloak trick to get by. Oh, did anybody else want that bow, or should I just make mine a plus one now? The plus one adaptive. Yeah. Uh, you can have it. I don't need it. Yeah, I, I got the short bow of diplomacy plus one, so I'm good. Okay, good. I'm removing that from our sheet. What are we leaving behind? Like, I don't you... think... Did anybody want the green dragon hide banded mail or the plus one leather armor? I'm going to take them off my sheet. I have to wear light armor, so... Yeah, Kieran doesn't wear any armor, so I'm just... I'm going to take them off because they're too heavy to take with us. Ida is going to take the arrows, but he is not going to like have them in his quiver. They'll just be with him. Okay. Sarah, how many charges are on the burning hand one? I'm sorry. 40. 42. 42. 42. Alright, so I'm going to take the stuff that we need to identify. I think most of it is pretty light. can fit in my bag. Okay. Alright. Well, lads, let's see what's out there, I guess. So, you all head to the front door of the vault. Uh, I assume you go up to it, maybe listen for a bit. You don't hear any movement. You open the door, peek outside. The room has been trashed. Uh, that one piece of furniture that was intact is splintered and destroyed. Uh, it's, it's more of a mess now than it ever was before. Um... But you don't see any trolls in this room. You kind of move up out of the corner. Uh, are you all going at once, or is just one person going at a time? Kieran's hanging back and letting the, the stealthier people go first if they want. Just in case. Okay. Sure. Whoever is scouting ahead, go ahead and roll me a stealth and a perception check. Oh, not just... So Aiden has a 24 stealth, 21 perception. Frampton nice. has a 16 stealth, a 26 perception. So oh, wait, you... are we on... We're in daylight now, or is it so low light? As you guys exit, you see that it's probably like 4 o'clock in the morning. Your, oh. your, your, time, <laughs> your time table is a little bit a screwed little... up now, but... Nice. <laughs> yeah. So it's still... Hey. It's still dim lit in in here it's darkness because there's a roof over this fort um right but you kind of walk out of this room and peek into the main courtyard uh you don't see any trolls you don't hear any trolls uh the only thing that you do see frampton is you look up on the roof there's a small hole in the roof leading up to the the skyline above you can see that it is uh, very early morning um, and you see like an owl kind of just perched up there staring down at you but you don't see any threats you said it was an owl yeah there's an owl up there staring down at you there's a tiny I'll, animal I'll compel it I'm assuming the creature doesn't get harmed if it's a nocturnal creature otherwise so let me just read the spell. There was something I saw in there. 
So you compel a tiny animal to go to the spot you designate. I believe owls are tiny, but they might be small. Some of the birds are small. No, owls are tiny. Uh, the most yeah. common use is to carry a message to your allies. This animal cannot be one tamed or trained by someone else, including such creatures as familiars and animal companions. Using some type of food desirable, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So, roll a knowledge nature check. Before I cast the spell? Uh, you'll, yeah, before you cast the spell. Yeah, looking at this creature that you think is an owl. Ooh, might be familiar. Forest favorite terrain doesn't make an effect at all. 28. So you're actually able to identify with a 28, you're able to correctly identify what you first thought was just a common bird, most likely an owl, actually is not an owl at all. It is a creature, and I gotta make sure I acknowledge nature. I, I said nature, I'm pretty sure it's nature. Let me make sure. It's weirdly holding a pair of brace shoes. Watch okay. it be or Arcana because it's a magical piece. No, it is, it is an animal. This looks like a very small, like an infant almost, rock. Oh. Oh. And oh. looking at it, you as you take a second look at it, you're like, of course. Like, the distance is a little bit far, but you're like, of course, that's way too big to be an owl at this distance. Um... And as you look up at it, it is just staring back at you. And over the next couple of seconds, it kind of cocks its head and then just flutters away. Spell that for me. See? I, I don't know how I feel about that. So, um, Aiden, you would know that, typically speaking, rocks I, 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 are immense raptors that unleash shrill cries and bear their talons, uh, each of which are large enough to carry off a horse. Normally, rocks are gargantuan creatures. Um, this was very clearly, like, practically an infant. Um it was, again, on the roof far enough away that you thought it was smaller than it really was, but give, you're now calculating the distance. It probably would be comparable to you in size, despite how young it is. Um, and you know that rocks are terrifying, legendary birds renowned for their ability to carry off elephants and other big animals. Uh, a typical rock is 30 feet long from beak to tail with an 80-foot wingspan and weighs up to 8,000 pounds. Their beaks are hooked like an eagle's and designed for slashing and tearing. Um, most rocks prefer, prefer to seize prey in their massive clawed talons and drop them from great heights before feasting on the shattered remains. Uh, they you are the rock as an animal companion. I might need to retrade a few levels. <laughs> yeah, so you you look up and you see that, and you're kind of baffled for a second because that 
was not what you thought. In the darkness, like you, even if you have a light out, it wouldn't reach high enough. So you're only uh-huh. going off of the outline. But yeah, as soon as it kind of turns its head, you can see the outline of the beak and the size of it. And you're like, that's not, that's not an owl. It, it flies away. But it made eye contact with me. Oh yeah, it saw you. It was looking a at certain you. level, a certain level of knowing, almost. Perhaps. A twenty-eight. So does he learn anything interesting, like uh, mechanically, about them? Uh, yeah. So the general rock pathfinder. Let me look up the stat block again to see what this CR is. You would learn one piece of information. Well, they're pretty rare. Um, they're pretty high-ish level. Kind of don't want to mess with them. Yeah, one piece of information. Hmm. Okay. Is there one particular thing you'd like to know about rocks? Uh, tell me tell me something scary. Something cool. Something interesting. Something... Another bit of lore, if you have it. I'm always interested. Uh, in something terrifying about them is... They have two talent attacks that each have grab, and their CMB to grapple is plus 29 for a typical rock. Like you said, they just grab you, fly you way up high, then drop you to crush your body, and then they eat you. Yep. And they have flyby attacks, so it's all like swoop and grab and dive. Yeah, so just, just for like context, that means that 29, right? You said, so you, you, they both get free grapple attempts with their talents? If Two talents, and each of them have a, a grab bonus. And they have flyby attack? Yep. So they get two chances to hit your AC to then that pretty much guaranteeingly pick you up. I don't think you can do a full attack on flyby. Because they don't have pounce or whatever, or rend or pounce that mean you have pounce. Correct. Yeah, Kieran CMD is 17, so they wouldn't even have to try. I mean, this was not the typical rock. This is not a gargantuan rock. This was a smaller version. That's information a a grown rock would have. Yeah, we're aware. It's going to find its parents and come back for us. What's your CMD? 17. That's mine. I have 24. Squish bros. See what Um, you do? That's terrifying. Is there another nice birdie? <laughs> if you go outside, if you go outside, you can find one. Yes. Yeah, that's what it'll do, and we can save the details of the message for off off air. We can figure it out later, but it'll basically regale the events of so far. Wish the best for Serio. Hope that he made it there, and Herge and all of them, Vardalo and all of them. Uh, it'll also say that we found a stash of weapons, but we have the off chance of maybe finding some rangers so we're going to pursue that lead you know let's be with you that's the gist and if anybody else wants to add anything that's fine nope I don't know them so nope do you want me to uh, roll any kind of like geography check or anything like that to see how well he can direct the creature because uh, it relies can... on my you can roll a knowledge geography, yeah. Yeah, the directions must be simple because the animal depends on your knowledge and can't find a destination on its own. Yeah, and this will last for one day per level, so you've got to get at least good enough information that it can get there in two days. Two days, yep. 
and Nas geography. Yep. All right. Seventeen. Okay. Hopefully that's, hopefully that's enough. We'll see. Maybe a survival too. You give it the message. You kind of give some rudimentary directions, and it flutters off. Hopefully, to the right place. I don't. I don't know if that message will make it to Mistal, but uh, if it does, I think they will know to look for it. Uh, Otherwise, shot at least. Are we in agreement then? We will go to Fort Travale. Yeah, I say uh, let's make some haste. Alright. Alright, get to it. Okay. Get get to it. As far as items that we would have left, we'll leave all the mundane stuff. We'll take the stuff that's not mundane. Okay. You start traveling north to or northeast to Fort Travale. Uh, again, it's like four in the morning, so You've got, like, the entire day to start traveling up there. Um, You're going, and six hours go by. You hit noon, and you... I need everybody to roll a perception check. Oh, boy. Or or two higher, depending on what I'm looking at. Okay. I cannot see what I rolled. So we have a 19 for Aiden, a 22 for Kieran. Dim light or nah? Uh, in, under the canopy, you'd be in dim light. So, 25 for Frampton. And Plus four if conversation or hidden item. 18 for Jessup. So all four of you here, in the distance, 30 feet away or so, a little bit too far to make out through the density of the forest, you hear a branch snap. And Frampton specifically hears a voice, very faint voice. It's hoarse and cracking, um, but it kind of uh, very dimly, almost like a whisper. He's able to catch it with his canny observer (laughs) rogue talent there. And and it says, help, take this. You must take this. Frampton will look over at him and at the group, not at the person. So, like, is the person saying that to? Do we see the person? You now? don't see the person from where you're, where you're at. It's you're you're hearing oh. it. It's probably 30, 40 feet into the forest oh, okay. a little bit. So Frampton will whisper like, "Boy, I think uh, I think somebody's in trouble up there." Uh, so all I made out a few words and sound like he said, "Help!" and "Take this!" and uh, I didn't make haste. Maybe he said it's dangerous to go alone. I don't, I don't know. Let's go check it out. Okay. Yep. You Zelda reference there. (laughs) Yeah. I follow. I just stay back a little bit. Okay. You move forward, and you eventually come out to what uh, you see as low hills and tall trees surround a secluded glen, where only a few patches of short, tough grass grow in the dirt. A human man in gray and green poncho lies face down in the center of the glen, several small arrows protruding from his shoulder. 
The man rocks back and forth, something clutched in his hands, a grimace of pain on his face. This glen is 30 feet long, 20 feet wide. The surrounding trees and the hills cast deep shadows. The illumination in this glen is never brighter than dim. You hear this hooded (laughs) figure groaning and wheezing as once again you kind of come to the edge of the forest line visible to to this glen once again groaning and wheezing looking in your direction holding out his hand clutching something please take this before it's too late and we'll see you next week <laughs>